And we are live. All right, troops, welcome to the Action Elite. My name is Owen. Hope you're all well tonight. And tonight I am joined by my good friend Jayman and Stephen. How you doing, fellas? Hey. Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. good thank you. So uh, before we get started on our big Terminator retrospective, I'm going to ask these two fine gentlemen to talk about uh, what they do. Now, Jay, if you tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, YouTube channel. Uh, sure, yeah. So uh, I'm Jayman. Um, on my channel, I talk about comic book related stuff. Uh, so like X-Men, DC, Marvel, all that kind of good stuff, all the geek stuff. Uh, we have, uh, I do a couple of live streams a week. And um, besides having a panel, uh, I a lot of times bring in people from the audience. So if you're in the chat um, and you want to come in and, and speak your piece, uh, we also allow that. So it's, it's pretty fun. We call it the danger room. Um, the, uh, the links uh, up there in the chat. So yeah, give me a uh, give me a subscription if you if if you want to, and uh, yeah, just check it out. We have a lot of fun. Sometimes we get into arguments, but it's the danger room, so that's how it goes. When you get, come in, you're gonna battle out, but when you leave the danger room, everything's cool. So uh, that's kind of what I do. Yeah, I've left the link there for you. Uh, so if anyone wants to like and subscribe, then uh, go right ahead. Over to you, Stephen. Uh, now, Stephen is an author, and uh, if you want to talk a little bit about uh, your books. Yeah, thanks, Owen. Uh, so I've written three novels. Uh, the first one I wrote uh, about 13 years ago now was Headline, which was a thriller about a kid in Boston who uh, gets in some notoriety. And uh, then, of course, things die out and he doesn't like that. So he starts staging accidents so he could become a hero again. Uh, I wrote, uh, um, my most recent book was Office Drone, which was like a com comedic uh, satire of like the office environment. This guy is trying to figure out what he does for a living in his own job. Um, and it's based on a lot of events that happened to me in my life in, in the office. But the one that action fans are probably most interested in is a aptly named book called Random Acts of Violence. Uh, you know, an uh, actor who is down on his luck. Um, uh, begins to uh, believe he's the latest character he he uh, created in a bad A, no, B, sorry, not A, B movie, like, action film. And he starts to kill people that names coincide with people he killed in, in the movie. Um, you know, so if you want, if you, you know, any of these descriptions sort of interest you, check them out. I know, uh, um, you know, people who've read them really liked them, but you know, what does that mean, really? So uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, I know uh, Owen's going to put my uh, website up, and if you're interested, check out uh, my books. I have already. I've posted a link to your website and to you. uh, Jay's YouTube page. So yeah, I've read all the books, so I highly recommend them. I'm not just saying that because he, he's my friend. If they sucked, I would go. <laughs> <laughs> he knows me well enough that I would be honest enough. So. Yes. Um, so thanks, fellas. And also, if uh, you know, you've not liked or subscribed to the Action Elite, then please uh, like that here on YouTube. And uh, let's get started with <laughs> Terminator. So Terminator. <laughs> we'll start off with the first yes. iconic yes. classic. So uh, over to you, Jay. Thoughts on the first Terminator? Uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, it's my favorite Terminator movie. Um, <clears throat> I, don't know if that, I don't know if that's a hot take, but I saw that. Are you guys ready for this? Steve might know this. Uh, Owen, you don't know this. I saw that and Road Warrior for the first time in the same weekend. That's a hell of a what? weekend. And I'm just, and I, like, listen, I don't know how old I was and what movie I saw first or second, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. mind blown. It's like like two top 20 movies basically in, in, in the same weekend. And I just thought Terminator was the greatest thing ever. And I've watched it 
so many times Kyle Reese. Um, I love the idea that there's a guy who just appears and he's naked. And it's like, he's born. He's basically born in front of our eyes in the streets. And it's like, now he has to survive. And, and I just, just, I don't know. I don't know what, what grabbed me. The, the, the visions of the future were absolutely like horrifying and just it was just scary and i really believed like oh man you gotta save the future this was one of the only movies where i was really with the main guy like to me kyle reese is a hero one of the best action heroes and it just yeah like just blew me away obviously schwarzenegger and the, and the effects at the time were great the violence was incredible i was just blown away so i love terminator one Oh, same. Yeah, I mean, that's the one where the, the heart gets ripped out. I mean, I don't think <laughs> there's anything that matches that for the rest of the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, so what about you, Stephen? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, Terminator, to me, is the best film of the series. Like, actual, when you break it down, actual film, like, plot, story, how it's constructed. Uh, I really like the gorilla uh, nature of it. This is before Cameron, you know, was, like, a mega director. So a lot of his stuff was, like, I remember reading about how one shot he got, well, he didn't even have a permit. He's just filming Arnold coming down the street and there's, he's like trying to get it in before the police are phoned or something. I love that. Um, This might be Schwarzenegger's best acting performance. I know he's a robot, so I don't know what that says about Arnold, but like, (laughs) just like, just how he he reacts, like, you know, when he's driving along and he's going like this, right? Yeah, he's moving first and the head follows. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so amazing. the one thing that got me as a kid was when I saw Kyle Reese and he was getting close to Sarah Connor. He spoke of her. And then I'm like, is, is he going to like, and then they, they ended up sweeping ever. And I'm like, Oh, is he the father of his friend? <laughs> Which was kind of weird when I thought about it. I'm like, you know, he sort of sent him back to save, uh, you know, Sarah from the Terminator, but he actually saved himself by sending back his own father to make sure he was born. So That's it's crazy. Right. It's crazy yep. when you think of that. Um, Terminator's a horror movie. I know we were on the action week and all that, but Terminator mm. to me is a horror movie. Like, what is there, there's so many horror elements. Like when they're in the police station and he's just mowing through the cops and they send out Paul Winfield and Lance Hendrickson and it's like, you know, stay here. And I'm like, oh my God, I like these guys. They're just going to get wrecked. Like Schwarzenegger's unstoppable. And then at the end, when, you know, they have to stop motion and he's going after her in the press. I mean, that that's pure horror thing. That's the heroine trying to get away from the, the killer, right? Like, mm-hmm. So Terminator is, an, uh, is a classic. It deserves a classic name on, like, some things. They're called classics and they're not. Anyhow. And, like, I, I, I you know, I, it, I can't say, like, it is the best movie of the series for sure. Like, best constructed one for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, good evening, Severio. Just saw your comment there. It's a fine day to talk 80s action. It's always a fine day. It's always a fine day. Fine day to talk action. Terminator no. is a serial killer. He's a serial killer in the yeah. beginning. He mm. goes to the phone book, rips, or you know, gets the names of the phone book, and literally goes around serial killing. Yeah. And three, three is it three makes you a serial killer? Three. Is it yes, three. three. Yeah. He 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 killed at least two Sarahs, and she was was she the third Sarah? So he was going to be a... Yes, she was the third. She was the third Sarah. So he's literally going around. It's like, Sarah Connor. You're like, whoa. And he kills her friend. Because her friend is there. And he kills her thinking she's Sarah. 
uh, initially, and then he scans her. He's like, "Oh, it wasn't Sarah." Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like there's so many like awesome moments in that film. I mean, when I watched uh, Terminator the weekend, it's actually been a couple of years since I watched it. And although Terminator 2 is my personal favorite of the series, this is the best movie. Like I, yeah. I, the sheer tone, the sort of nihilistic, nightmarish tone right from the start. And the, I think, now I don't know how we pronounce his name here. We say Michael Bean in the UK, but I've heard people say Michael Bean. I think it's Bean is the way I've been. Yeah, uh, we'll say Bean then. Okay, but I think that's one of the best pieces of casting ever as Kyle Reese. I mean, to me, he's not acting. He is Kyle Reese. He just yeah. brings such truth to the character. He's brought this like intensity to his eyes where the whole way you're through, you're thinking, wait, is this guy actually crazy? Or is he you know, telling the truth? Or, you know he's telling yeah. the truth, but you know there's still that element that he's unpredictable. And you feel like he has sort of genuinely been through hell and lived through a war, which you don't feel in later movies, which we'll get to later. But uh, I just think, you know, he's got the wiry frame and just the crazed look in, in his eyes, desperation. And there's this just desperate tone the whole way through it. And uh, as Severio says uh, here, it's an absolute action horror hybrid. Yeah. The, the music helps that too. And Brad Fidel's score to the first two movies is amazing. And oh, what's yeah. interesting is that whenever Brad Fidel didn't provide the music, the movies sucked. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the soundtrack to part part two. Also, like touching upon what you were saying, like when he's talking about the Terminator, he's like, look, it can't be bargained with. Yeah. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pain. It doesn't feel remorse. It doesn't feel pity. And it absolutely will not stop until you, you are, are dead. dead. It's like, holy crap. Like that's the damn best explanation of a villain in any movie. Mm -hmm. Like ever. Yeah. It's like, like, I can't think of even like a Friday 13th or like a, like a, a Freddy Krueger or a, or a Michael. Like none of like, it's like, that was the scariest. Like, look, it will not stop. Like if you leave the forest, Jason's done. If you wake up, Freddy's, good if you're not in Haddonfield like this is like look the Terminator is going to find you and kill you that's all it does it's awesome I use that line to I actually use that line today to describe someone I work with I'm like you can't bargain with her you can't use her. she will not stop <laughs> she can't be bargained with yeah she can't be reasoned with <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's great like i mean it's permeated into our like subconscious like this yeah. is just like you know you, you just use this in daily life or whatever whenever you want to describe someone who's completely unreasonable and unrational yeah. you just use that line from terminator <laughs> every time yeah <laughs> did you know that uh lance hendrickson was nearly the terminator yes yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. i was watching that recently and uh heard that and i was like actually he would have been pretty good but he just, he, I don't think I could picture anybody other than Arnold in that no, role. No. I mean, because I remember Arnold was initially, there was the idea of him being Reese, but that was yeah. actually, uh, I think that was more a producer that suggested he was Reese. And he was like, no, no, he, he needs to be like the, the Terminator. I remember Cameron met, met him for lunch and he was like, no, this guy, this is a T800 right here. So, uh, and yeah, people sometimes don't credit Arnie with how good he is in this movie. He's terrifying in this movie. And he only says something like, is it 26? Yeah. Five, six words like that. yeah i'll be back and yeah and uh you know fuck you asshole, asshole. Yeah. well i like how he literally is like going down the list of acceptable responses <laughs> and yes. that one and that you know the 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 heads up display or whatever like mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I don't remember that being used too often. And they, they, they credit that to Jodorowsky mm. uh, from when he was going to make Dune. Yeah. And then that didn't get used. And a lot of the crew that Jodorowsky had assembled for Dune went on to do Aliens, Terminator, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And all of these ideas kind of became that. And like that idea of the heads up and he's like, and like his, like the Terminator viewpoint. Yes. Try to remember how many robot things there were where you see that before Terminator. I don't remember too many. I'm hesitant to say it's the first time we've ever seen that because I don't know for sure, but I own a lot of robot movies, a lot of 50s stuff. And I don't remember that POV with all of his little details, like Robocop and all that kind of thing. Wasn't it from an episode of Buck Rogers or something? There's an episode of Buck Rogers or something. And there's like some Terminator Mm -hmm. kind of thing chasing after them. I can't remember if there's the viewpoint, but I remember that was where, I I think where the inspiration was from. There was like Harlan Ellison. Yeah, it could be, I own the Buck Rogers Blu-ray. So, mm-hmm. but I even that though would would be af, would probably be after the Jodorowsky thing. I'm not I'm not sure on that. But I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I I feel like um too like the problem is is that if you if you can imagine Lance Hendrickson and Schwarzenegger's Reese, the size difference it's too it's too vast. Like when when cut when you got a, like a, a little skinny guy like Michael Bean and you got like Schwarzenegger. You're saying you're saying you're like part of the the scary part is even though Reese has experience with the T eight hundreds in the future, you're like, how's he gonna take out this big you know guy? Like I don't know like how he's gonna do it. Like Schwarzenegger's size is intimidating, mm-hmm. and then when Reese gets hurt, you're like, oh, they're definitely screwed now because right. now he got his Linda Hamilton and an injured Michael Bean, who you sort of had your doubts about before, and now you're like, oh, they're really screwed. So good point. That yeah. really upped the tension because you're yeah. like, holy, yeah, I, I wasn't sure that Michael Bean with the weapons in the, the time that he had, yeah. even he doubts himself. He's like, I don't know if we can do it. Yeah. And you as a viewer, you're like, shit, man, this guy's can't do it. He's injured now. She sucks. Like, that's it. It's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Severio saying here, OJ Simpson was also near there. Yeah. Uh, as far as I was reading about that too, and OJ was suggested by a producer, but Cameron never really considered playing him in the role. He was like, yeah, that's not really going to work. So it's no wonder. But uh, just speaking of Linda Hamilton, I think, well, I mean, she does get a, a lot of credit, particularly for T2, but just her transformation, I mean, to see her from mm. this movie and then in the second movie, just the performance she gave is fantastic. Mm. I mean, she yeah. made Sarah Connor so sympathetic in this movie. Yeah. And it's almost like she's a completely different person. Um, and she almost becomes like a female Reese in the second movie, where once again you're questioning her sanity. Um, and I, I think she's absolutely fantastic in it. And then, and then of course, there's uh, just so many amazing dialogue scenes as well. Like, uh, hey, wait, you can't do that in here. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best scenes. And I think there, I, I, you know, I think their love scene really is impactful because a lot of times they throw these scenes in for gra- yeah. you know gratuity mm-hmm. right like we want to see nudity but i didn't feel that in this like you know a lot of times when you go back and revisit some of these movies you're like oh here we go right here, 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 here's the scene but when you're watching this movie i get really invested in their relationship and i think because it feels like so genuine throughout the whole thing like again credit to linda credit to to uh michael and it's and credit to uh, uh you know jim cameron but like it wasn't just like we just watched Double Impact or whatever, and they have the sex scene. You're like, yeah, that's here because there has to be a sex scene, right? Mm. 
<clears throat> but it, it, it really felt real in Terminator, more so than in other action movies uh, or horror or sci-fi, really, because it's all three of those. But but it was yeah. necessary to drive the story forward, and that was the thing. Was right. That scene had to happen, too. That was the creation of John Connor. <clears throat> but once yep. again, like it wasn't even sort of a scene where, like, oh, that's nice. You're like, no, there's a desperation to it. It's almost like they know that time is limited, and Reese kind of knows that he's doomed. Um, yeah. And th that just sort of really adds to it all and just sort of makes it all, all the sadder, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I agree. It's a fantastic scene. But then there's also a line of dialogue which I say nearly every day, um, <laughs> and, and it's always nice night for a walk. And Ed will tell you that I say that all, all the time. <laughs> Anytime I go out for a walk at night, it's always nice night for a walk. But, no, I, I have to say that it's my thing. So was, was that Bill Paxton who said it, or was it um, what's his name? Yeah. Um, you got Brian Thompson and Bill Paxton. Brian, Brian, um, yeah. And I think it's actually Brian Thompson. I, I think it like, is Brian Thompson. Wash yeah. day to, uh, tomorrow. Nothing clean, yeah, right? Nothing, nothing clean. clean, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Your clothes. Give them to me now. Yeah. You know, I think Jim Cameron has killed Bill Paxton in every movie he ever did. Unfortunately, before Bill Paxton passed away, like when I saw him in Titanic, I'm like, somehow he'll kill Bill Paxton here, even though it's not taking place during the Titanic time. Mm -hmm. even, even his wife killed him in uh, yeah. Near Dark. His wife's like, hey, let me use some of your boys. Uh, uh, and, then, and it's like, I'm going to kill them off in my movie now. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> it's like fodder. Right. Well, Severio says it too. Nice night for a walk line is what me and a co-worker share at least once a week as well. I think you just have to. If you're not quoting Terminator or even living. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, yeah. Um, was actually uh, going to say was uh, yeah I, I didn't actually know this before uh, when I was watching a Terminator the other day on um, yeah there's Sean hey Sean, um, hey Sean. they want the studio wanted Reese to have a cyborg dog with him yes and Cameron was like no <laughs> oh dear no way the notes from the studio are often hilarious right mm -hmm. like they they often are like you know, oh, why don't you just give him, because they're always thinking just like merchandise, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're always thinking like, hey, can we, can we give this, like, can we make this more family friendly so we can get more families in, mm -hmm. you know, if he's got a cyborg dog, maybe that would be cute. And like, do you know what movie you're making? Like, just be cognizant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what, what are you thinking? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, to me, there's very little that's, at fault with this movie like no. the music is still um, yeah. uh, amazing like, yes some of it's you know about 80s but that's part of the amazingness of it um but the the music the sort of low hum kind of music whenever the terminator first appears uh it's just so menacing and just like really adds to the whole atmosphere of the whole thing uh i think it's fantastic and uh, even the stop motion like yeah it's kind of dated but who doesn't love stop motion animation i mean i'll take that any day over anything <laughs> yeah yeah over bad cgi especially absolutely yeah but to me it's pretty much it's a near perfect movie you got perfect tone yeah. pacing acting and it just everybody's great and i, I also love uh, i love the two cops traxler and uh what's lance henderson's character called uh, 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 I don't remember, but they're good. But the two of them, there's something very natural about them. They're like always smoking and drinking yeah. coffee and whatever, and they've just got this jaded quality to them where they just like can't be bothered. And uh, I just think uh, they're fantastic. So, yeah, so Terminator is still holds up as just one of the all-time great action movies. Ten out of ten for me as well. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. 
So are we ready to move on to one of the worst films of all time? So let me ask this, guys. There are certain movies where you always remember the experience of seeing it. Do you guys remember when you first saw Terminator 2? Saw it in the theater. Five times in the theater. Interesting. Wow. I, I saw it before I saw the first Terminator. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, and, and that was the thing. And this happened a lot. I remember asking this in the, in the group a few months ago. There were like sequels that I saw before the originals. I saw Aliens first. I saw mm. I saw Lethal Weapon three first. Oh wow! <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, so, but for some reason, I still managed to pick up what was going on in Terminator two. So, yeah. but uh, you know, I remember seeing it in uh, the theater five times when, when it first wow. came out, and uh, I, I loved it more every time. I mean, I watched it once in the theater, then we went home and watched the original, and then I went to see it again. I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense now. That's why, <laughs> that's why it's the mental institution, right? Got it. So, I think. Uh, one of the rules of uh, James Cameron is that he said this, that he does, he likes it that if he's making a sequel, it doesn't require you to have seen the previous movie, just like Aliens. Like, you can mm -hmm. watch Aliens. If you saw Alien, which I also like better, so Alien is my is, is over Aliens. But if you watch the first movie, obviously it's better because you have more knowledge. But if you don't watch the first movie, you're not going to be sitting there lost. It's not like if you want to go see Endgame and you never saw Infinity War or any other Marvel movie, yeah. you'd be like, what is happening? Like, yeah. um, Terminator 2 explains itself. The only thing is, when I saw it in the theater, and Steve is the same, I didn't know that Schwarzenegger was going to be a good guy Terminator. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't play that way in the beginning. He still yeah. beats everybody up, steals the clothes. It's you know, and it's only when he goes, "Come with me if you want to live." You're like, "Oh shit!" Well, he's 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 like you know, it's like he's with them. Like it's like he befriends yeah. John and all that. And you're like, "Wow, he's with he's actually with the good guys." Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. I remember when I saw in the theater, and this is such a weird thing. I actually had a jump in the in the movie, and it was when at the beginning of the movie when it shows the skulls, and then the foot comes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I it, yeah. jumped. My dad actually put his arm out because I literally like was was like <laughs> going to hurdle the seat. Like it was so like, oh my god! And I had known Terminator at this point, right? And I, I had seen the, the the future world where it was like dark and grim, and I still like it's still nightmarish. Imagine trying to live in that world is like so unsettling. Mm -hmm. um, Terminator 2 is my favorite of the Terminators. Right. Though there is, and I hate to say this, there is a problem. And there the is. problem is John Connor. Correct. Edward Furlong's character gets better as the movie goes. But like what, the scene the joke where he's like fighting with the Terminator and then the, the, the guys from the gym show up. I hate that scene. giving yeah. them mouth. I know that, that he's trying, Cameron's trying to show, like, this kid is not, like, you know, he's, he's what's the word I'm looking for? Immature. He's immature. He's, mm -hmm. he's rough around. He's not the leader. But I'm like, it doesn't initially, it doesn't really serve a purpose because he's a kid. You know he's not a leader. He's already shown to be self-sufficient with how he's doing and a bit of a juvenile when he tries to break into the ATM, when he breaks into the ATM with the, his little gadget. Uh, right mm -hmm. yeah that's an established there right yeah yeah you didn't really need to show that scene i don't really know why uh, did. I, I i'm not a fan of that scene per se but the thing is is like it it, it it him growing up to be a little bit of a douchey guy is important because mm -hmm. 
if you're clean cut, good upbringing, you're yeah. not going to lead a resistance against an mm -hmm. establishment. Right. You, you need to be, he's wearing the public enemy shirt. Yeah. You need to be outside of society's norms. And you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's no, a rebel. So he's point. always he's a rebel. A rebel yeah. Right. Yeah. He's literally a rebel. And, and the thing is, it's like, and that's just showing, he's like, you know, get out of here. You, you douchebag, you know, and you're like, you know, screw you kid. And, and the thing is that you're, we're thinking, yeah, what a, what a douchebaggy kid. Like what's his problem? They're trying to help him, mm. but he's got to be of a bit of a douchebag in order to, it's for him to become that person. Like me growing up with my, you know, perfect little family or not me. I'm, I'm just saying someone growing up with their perfect little family is not going to want to go against the system. They probably be even dead. I, I think it really is important. I think every it's 10 out of 10 for me. And I think everything is important. Even if mm -hmm. that scene irks me a bit, it does irk mm -hmm. me. Um, but it's important with John, with John's like character. It shows his upbringing and his parents don't give a crap. He's like, yeah, whatever. He drives off. Right. He seems douchey, but he, ha that's the kind of person that would, you know, rebel and say, F you, I'm not taking this. Yeah, down, yeah, yeah. You know? So, She's not my mother, Todd. Todd, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's the kind of guy. Well, that's the guy who's going to lead the resistance, not the right. good little boy with his socks up to his knees and with his little lunchbox going to school, yeah. right? Like that wouldn't work. Yeah, that um, wouldn't work. And um, I still think that arguably the greatest opening scene of all time. Um, yeah, I think like you've got the opening Future Wars, and then you've got yeah. that theme tune. Brad Fidel knocked out the park with the, the music. And you've got the endoskeleton coming out of the fire. But yeah. the thing is about like both the first and second movie, which none of the other movies ever captured, was the sadness to it and mm -hmm. sort of the impending doom. Uh, yeah. like, I feel like particularly the main theme, the... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah. It's such a sad yeah. theme. And it should, they even use it in the love, love, theme, in the, uh, love yeah. scene in yeah. the first movie as well and some of the sort of almost romantic version, but still sad at the same time. And there's just this feeling of, almost hopelessness to it um but uh yeah that opening scene it's amazing and then you've got like the playground on fire oh, the carousel and everything so haunting uh, that was awesome and then even like i don't care if the rest of the movie sucks it's like <laughs> you've already got five yeah. stars just from the, this alone it's an incredible yeah. opening scene well sarah's nightmare is so dis unsettling when she's when she sees herself with john and and she's like you know banging on the um she's like shaking shaking the fence like that like trying to tell them yeah God. and then you see the bomb hit and then like she did literally disintegrate like her body yeah. explodes in front of you that's still an amazing like, effect that's the stakes awesome. in this movie are incredible because mm -hmm. when when the first time you're having it's just how reese telling her what's happening and you're like, okay, whatever. Like this crazy guy, he doesn't even know what year it is. I remember when he goes up to the, he's like, what, what's the date? And he's like, oh, you know, whatever. It's like year. It's like, what? Mm. Why, why? Uh, you know, um, but in the second film, she's got a good, she now fully buys in and you start to see it through her eyes and why she's willing to go and commit murder on it's almost like a minority report thing where he hasn't committed the crime yet, but she's going to execute him anyway. Well, yeah. she's a Terminator. That's the yeah. point. She, she, she suits up as a Terminator. She puts on the sunglasses. Yeah. She is a Terminator now. Yeah. And th th that's the point, right? Like she's yeah. like, it's her transformation into a Terminator, into a human Terminator. She goes to terminate uh, miles or whatever Dyson. And, and it's yeah. like, and, and, and then, and, and she comes to like, John brings her back saying, look, Whoa, 
mom, what the, what the hell's yeah. going on here? Like you're a Terminator. And yeah. she's like, holy shit. Like I am a Terminator. What, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. Um, that was the damn best. Oh, man. Sarah, like that entire Sarah Connor transformation, especially if you watch one and two back to back. Yeah. It's, it's just like the it, like impossible. It's yeah. so good. It's like a different person. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to name drop for a second, but I met Linda Hamilton a few years ago. It was in Fan Expo in Toronto. Yep. And uh, I, I talked to her about Terminator 2 and uh, I said to her that you deserved an Oscar for your performance as a particular Terminator 2. I said, I because the character arc, how you change from the first movie to the second yeah. movie, he said, is one of the best pieces of acting I've seen. I said, not even just in an action movie, but just in yep. general. I said, your performance was fantastic. And she said, oh, she says, well, thank you so much. Which took me She's like, thank you, sweetie. She said, that means so much. She says, but I don't need awards. She says, I love coming to speak to fans like you. Uh, she says, that's what I prefer doing. Um, Oh my uh, God. That's why you're so awesome. And oh, then man. I asked her about the ending of the film. And now you know how there's like three different cuts of the film on the yeah. Blu-ray. Uh, I actually see that Severio was asking, do you think the extended cut is better? Uh, I like uh, the extended cut is better, but not the one with the alternate ending. You know, the one where you see the old Sarah and the, yeah, the I, don't yeah, like I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Linda Hamilton didn't like that either. I remember I asked her about that. I said, what do you think was the better ending to Terminator 2? And she said, oh, she has a theatrical cut. Uh, she said, I didn't like the makeup. She said, I didn't think it was particularly convincing. And she says, if there's one thing I've learned, she says, it's just to trust James Cameron. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, amen, sister. And uh, yeah. I thought it, she was fantastic. The two things I did like from the extended was, um, and Samir scene with Linda and her yes. twin. I really like that scene where they're actually going in and, and like finding out about the Terminator. And then I liked the scenes because this was a little bit, you sort of could explain it in your head, but you didn't is you see that the T 1000 start to break down after he yep. comes back out of the, the, um, the liquid, the liquid nitrogen. And mm -hmm. that makes sense because you almost begin to wonder like when he's, when he's, you know, he's got Sarah in the, uh, in the steelworks factory and he's got her up and he's like pointing with the finger and it's elongating. And then, um, you know, she, she's like, fuck you, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm like, oh, she's dead. Right. When I first saw him, like well, Sarah Connor's dead. She's sacrificing yeah. herself. And then you see her at the end and you're like, why would the T-1000 let her live? But if he's malfunctioning already, then maybe he's not really, you know, doing that because, mm -hmm. you know, before then he was indiscriminately killing, like um, Todd was there talking and he was like <laughs> bitching to her and she's just like, and he's dead. I love that scene. Right? Uh, <laughs> the, the sound effects is awesome. <laughs> it's very wet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so why wouldn't he? But like with that uh, little piece, it sort of explains like that's maybe why, because he started to malfunction. He was losing control over his body. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's a little bit sadistic anyways. I, yeah. I think they've programmed him to maybe on some weird level enjoy what he's doing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I always felt that there was some sinister he didn't seem as cold as the 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 Schwarzenegger, like the, the, the 800 where it's like, I'm just going to kill you. He seemed like, because he, he had to have more personality. The way blend that he, in. Yeah. yeah. And I think within blending in, just like all AI, <clears throat> you start to develop and I think by the end of that movie, he starts to develop a liking mm -hmm. for this idea that he can just kill anybody he wants. And maybe just some deep thing inside him <clears throat> where he's like torturing her and liking it. And, and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's kind of creepy, actually. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Robbie. 
uh, it, it, it's uh, it, it's really creepy. And and I, you know the scene you're talking about with the the, the drilling of the head and taking out yeah. the chip. Mm-hmm. That's an important scene because John Connor makes the call. Sarah yeah. Connor says, "We're breaking the chip. It's done. You and me are all going our own." He's like, "No. If I'm supposed to be this big military leader, we need this guy. Mm-hmm. Check your feelings. Yeah. I'm I'm making the call." That's important because John Connor was not not doing that. Like this is his first command decision against yeah. his mom. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, listen, mom, you taught me, but now you got to take a step back. You're too emotionally involved in this. Like we need this Terminator, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. the thing is uh, about this movie, it has probably one of my most favorite lines of dialogue from any movie, and it's a profound line, and it's one I quote all the time, particularly over the past year. It's in your nature to destroy yourselves. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Um, I'm just like, yeah, that just sums us up perfectly, particularly yeah. just the way people have been behaving this past year. And yeah. uh, uh, and if anyone in the comments actually can think of any other profound lines of dialogue from action movies, let us know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some. I, I thought the, the line from The Crow, your childhood's over the moment you know you're going to die. So that was kind of strangely profound as well. I mean, it's not an action movie, but I I have the poster of this, and I love it. J J J J Man's the one who actually said it to me. It's from uh, the Brothers Grimm, and it shows um, um, what's her name, um, Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. And the the tagline says, "This isn't the way to Grandma's house," and I <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah, um, that that and the two guys upside down going into the cauldron, and it's saying, "And they lived happily ever after." <laughs> and you're like, "How?" <laughs> you know, um, it, Terminator Two is just it, it's such a it's such an iconic movie. Like the scene in in the dry ravine with the chase, um, you know. Um, the attack on um you know uh cyberdyne cyberdyne systems mm-hmm. i the steel works like there's so many memorable moments from that mm-hmm. where you're just like oh my god and, you know and people still say to me hasta la vista you know sometimes yeah. it just like it became part of our culture oh right? yeah but also why are the effects still the best of the entire franchise? Like even like the recent ones, like Dark Fate and everything. You're like, why are the effects not as good as they were in this movie from 1991? <laughs> because yeah, James Cameron really puts a lot of yeah. effort into stuff. Like when he shoots 3D, he actually uses 3D cameras, which is very difficult to shoot with because you have to ba- you have to light the background as well as the foreground. Like anytime he does anything, he goes all out state of the art. And also the effects sometimes tend to go with your emotional involvement in the scene you're in so like when the t-1000 is coming and coming and he's going through the bars and and, and that you know the gun gets stuck yeah and he goes and he goes like mm-hmm. and he has to just kind of go around and you're just yeah. like oh that was kind of it's, it's just like it feels like that was really happening and that would happen mm-hmm. like now they would just have him go through and be like, oh my god yeah. he's coming through yeah right whereas like there's no thought process as to if this creature is actually blending and actually moving what would that actually be like in mm-hmm. the real world mm-hmm. not just let's have a cgi effect i love mm-hmm. lucas but some of the later like prequel sequel trilogy stuff where you're getting into these effects worlds where it's like nothing is tangible anymore mm-hmm. you no don't you're there's there's no weight to it you don't think of these things like if everything is cgi the t-1000 walks through the bars with no problem but because there's a real set with real people, you know, you're somebody who's either Cameron or somebody's like, Hey, wouldn't his gun get caught in between the bars? Oh yeah. Mm. You know, it's like, 
But if the gun isn't really there and he's not really there and the bars aren't really there, then like you don't yeah. think of stuff like that, right? I mean, I mean, like Cameron's an innovator. He's actually a creator. Um, you know, I think I heard he created new underwater camera apparatuses for Titanic. Yeah. Um, he invented the 3D cameras basically for Avatar. Like Cameron to Jay, Jay's point is is 100% cares about the movie experience cares about you know the, the the viewer experience and and that's why I think he continues like his films continue to uh for the most part um just be a marvel to watch and such a treat to watch he he's like one of the few directors who transports you to a different world and a different time and it feels seamless it doesn't feel contrived or fake mm -hmm. and also there's real stunts and there's yeah. not the digital right. stuntmen which you get. I remember uh, when we're dumping, I mean, sorry, talking about Dark Fate. Um, <laughs> oh. We can talk about all the, the CG stuntmen and that. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you go back, you watch any of the action scenes uh, from T2, they still blow you away. Like yeah. Arnie with the, the minigun or oh, yeah, God, gun, whatever yeah. you call it, oh, shooting out of the police cars, you're like, that's still an amazing scene. Uh, the uh, chase through Thunder Road, where uh, the motorbike being chased by the truck, just all, all that. that. Awesome. I mean, that's all just perfect. Um, yeah. There's a whole bunch of comments here from okay, Sean. Sean. You're actually supposed to be in this, but I don't know if anybody sent you the invite. But <laughs> are we to, are we able to add Sean? Sean, do you want to actually join in, or are you happy just watching? Yeah, you can. You can. You can. Uh, yeah, let let you know. Let us know, yeah, Sean. Yeah. So yeah, he says uh, there were weird random robots in the 90s Kenner Terminator figures that might suggest there was a failed cartoon in the works. That wouldn't surprise me. It probably was. And then that would be says, weird. Yeah, the Kenner playset where you infuse skin to T1. Yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. <laughs> That's right. And then he's saying, yeah, Connor needs to be street smart. Yeah. Yes. Now, Connor showed he's an independent early age. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm cynical. Sarah just had plot armor. Ooh, controversial opinion. Oh, really? No, <laughs> no, no, nah. no way. No, not not on, not on, not on, not in any of them. Well, at least not in the first two movies. She no. may have had plot armor in the in Dark Fate, but she yeah. didn't. No God. She is the plot, right? That's yeah, the yeah, thing. Like yeah, yeah. she is, she is the the star. Mm -hmm. I heard James Cameron wanted Robert Patrick's character to be like Yul Brenner's character in the original Westworld movie. That's interesting. Right, yeah. And they also, I remember Cameron saying that uh, he thought Robert Patrick had features sort of like a cat, and he made yeah. the T1000 sort of behave like a cat, whereas like that, yeah. and sort of the, the way he is, and uh, just that he's just sort of a quieter character, unlike you know the T800, who's sort of like a bulldozer. Um, he's he's very more economical in his emotions. If you watch him, it's a lot like the original Nick Castle did in Michael Myers, like just how he yeah. walks. It was very much like a cat, very sleek, very. And I love this scene too, where um, he's trying, he's chasing him, and he goes up uh, with his, um, you know, with the um, I forget what what it's called. Like he's going up on the back of their police car, and they're dragging him along. And yep. then um, John goes out and like throws the last piece of him out, and yeah. it becomes like the the shine on his shoe, basically. And I'm like, that's so amazing, man! Just mm -hmm. that is cool. Just yeah, I always thought like they that. they should have kept that. Did you ever yeah. think? Oh, what if they keep that? But then he could track it through there, maybe. But like, I just thought it'd be so interesting. What if you kept that piece? Yeah, that would have been interesting to see if he started to malfunction earlier because he needed yeah. that piece of him was missing. It also has one of the most painful moments. That poor cop or security guard, whenever they're uh, breaking out of Pescadero with, with Sarah, and the cop comes out and Arnie just grabs him and throws him head first into the cement <laughs> thing and just goes, Pff! and I'm like, he, yeah. he, he didn't deserve that. 
It's like all like brain damage. Oh, the 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 T one thousand coming out of the floor. The oh God, floor yeah. and just comes out of the floor. I'm like that. That was amazing. Even now I watch it, and I'm like, why is that still so amazing? Yeah. My mother That's gasped awesome. when that happened. She gasped. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that was so cool because it was just so unlike anything I'd seen before. Do you consider the 3D rides to be the true sequel to T2? Steve went on it, I think. Did you I go on the no. Steve, have I, you on? No, I didn't make it. I don't oh, think it was okay. there. I've seen the video of it like on YouTube a while back. Yeah. Not, not yeah. recently, mind you, but uh, it probably was because at least it actually had you know the original cast and everything in it. But uh, I, I remember being it was a little bit cheesy. Um, but you know, it was a ride, you know, it wasn't you know a movie, but oh, right. uh, it worked. So. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan, by the way, of the first two Terminator movies, this mm-hmm. Terminator Vault is an amazing book. Oh wow. And, oh I love these vaults. I've got Spider-Man vault. Um, yeah, and then in there, and then it's just got all this amazing stuff inside, like nice. all this postcard and things like that, and it's, it's just an amazing read. Um, so definitely a must-have if you like the first two movies. I think I'll probably review it on the site someday whenever I can find the time. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I think that was everything I wanted to say about T2. Has everyone said everything <laughs> yeah. you want to? Um, we'll oh mention which our favorite version is, the theatrical or extended or... Um, the extended without the... Uh, I want the, the highway at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually sort of just what I, I wanted to say about it was, um, you know, although there is humor in it, like the, trying to train the, the Terminator to actually smile, where in later movies it's, you know, really lame and cheesy, I thought the humor worked in this because that, yeah. even she says, if a machine can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. And then by the end of the movie, he says, I don't know why you cry, but it's something yeah. I can never do. Yeah. Uh, and then we're all like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> And keep 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 that memory in your mind because I'm gonna bring that I'm gonna bring all that back to you uh, when we get to a certain movie. But yeah, okay, yeah. I wonder which one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So there's like all, all of uh, that stuff. I mean, just the characterization. The, the humor is never forced, um, which is you know we'll get to when I get to a certain <laughs> one because because there there's one of the movies which I despise, which uh, we'll get to shortly. But uh, first, next up, Rise of the Machines. Yes. Uh, so thoughts on this one, uh, Jay? Cool. Yeah, uh, I saw it in the theater. I've seen every Terminator movie in the theater except for Part One. Same. Um, I I really really like Terminator Three. I don't love Terminator Three. If we never had another Terminator after Part One and Two, I'd be satisfied with my life. I'd have them on yeah. Blu-ray and I'd rewatch them all the time and have the soundtracks and all that stuff. Now, if there's a gun to your head and they say you have to make Terminator Three, this was the best version that we could get with the gun to our head where you have to make Terminator 3 because we've already targeted John. We targeted Sarah. What now? I like the idea that they send the Terminatrix who's like smoking hot too. When they send the Terminatrix to eliminate John's, you know, captains and commanders and colonels like, okay, we can't kill John. Let's kill anybody, his wife, anybody that has any association with him. At least that'll weaken John. I think that's great. Also, spoilers, the ending, Judgment Day happens. I like mm. the idea. It is realistic to think that eventually man is going to create some sort of sentient beings, and those sentient beings may want to take over and rule over us. That might happen. Now, in, in the case of the first Terminator movies, that was a Cyberdyne system, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, fine. You know, Skynet, whatever. 
Skynet eventually becomes a thing. So I'm okay with that. So I like the idea that the other Terminator, Schwarzenegger, was sent back to not to necessarily protect everybody, but to make sure that John survives the, the assault. And we actually got the nuclear thing at the end. This is a pretty darn good movie. It's unnecessary because the movie's ended perfectly. But if you have to have a movie, I will accept this one and probably not any of them after this. But uh, I will definitely accept this one as an enjoyable movie. A lot of good action. You know, Kristana's awesome. So I like it. It's not 10 out of 10. I don't know what it would be. I can kind of think about it while we're talking. But I would say seven. Seven? Yeah. I might go eight. I might mm. go eight out of 10 just okay. to push it a little bit more. Yeah. See, the uh, him putting on the sunglasses. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the uh, silly uh, ones. Or yeah. Whatever. And then the talk to the hand. And I was like, <sighs> yeah. Or so that, and I was like, no. Uh, uh, and I was like, oh, oh, you've made it into a parody. But then when I watched it at the weekend there, I was like, actually, it's only those two moments which jar. The rest of the film tonally is okay. Um, it doesn't really uh, bother me. But um, I thought I loved Christiana Loken. I thought she was great. It was great to have a female Terminator or something new, yeah. uh, contrary to what people behind Dark Fate thought. There were actually great female characters before. Yeah. <gasps> a Terminator and Sarah Connor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ellen Ripley, you know, I mean, list goes on. But uh, yeah, um, so Steve, what do you think of it? Yeah, I, I basically agree with Jay. Um, the Terminator franchise after one and two, you can get off at any point is yeah. how I sort of look at it. You can get off after two, you can get off after three, you can get off after Salvation. I don't know why you wouldn't get off after Salvation if at the latest, but like, I, I don't know uh, what else you could have done. I thought it was... Uh, the Terminatrix is a cool character. I'm not really sure because they keep trying to get evolution and other than being a girl. I, I mean, I guess you can do a couple of other things, but like, you know, it's, it becomes a little bit like what more can you do with the Terminator other than mm -hmm. swap genders or something. Um, I loved it. For some reason, I love the scene where he goes to Sarah Connor's grave mm -hmm. and there's a rocket. He's like Sarah Connor was, you know, like uh, cremated and, and sprinkled. I'm like, that is so Sarah. Like, John, if you ever need a rocket launcher, go to my grave, sort of. Yeah, that's great. I love that's that, great. man. Um, I love the I love the grimness of the ending. I love the fact that Judgment Day is inevitable. Mm -hmm. Um, I really don't have any problem. I love the scene where he's uh, sort of uh, on the back of the. Uh, the tow truck and she's like ping ponging out into that's traffic. the best scene yeah apart from the um, ending i think that's the best action scene of the film the truck yeah chase, i think it's a fantastic action scene it still holds up really good yeah smashy smashy in it yeah um but uh i mean it is still more of the same i mean really whenever you think about it, it i mean the movies are just you know it's them being chased by a terminator and that's it. i mean you know you know what you're getting going in yeah. i suppose but it, it doesn't really offer anything new until the last 10 or 15 minutes which is what really elevates it for me yeah um whenever you get to ending i was like oh, are they really gonna do it and you know you just watch the world end basically then yeah. i was like oh that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> if only that would happen in real life <laughs> i know i was like damn it <laughs> I was saying that today. I was like, uh, everyone's talking about going back to work and everything. And I was like, look, I was hoping by this time this year we'd be in Mad Max cars and fighting over gas. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're fighting over gas, but yeah. Instead, we're going to go back to the office and things. I was like, but I don't want to. Oh, do. my God. <laughs> yeah, that's the new judgment days. Go back to your crummy life. Yeah. yeah basically, I don't want yeah. to come back. 
<laughs> being office drone. Yeah, that's, that's did you get that drone, email? Man. That's like no idea. <laughs> I liked uh, Claire Danes as Kate Brewster or Cabin. Yeah. So the, I thought she was really nice and likable. Nick Stahl or Stahl, what did you think of him as John? Um, I, I, I don't know. It's tough because our first John was Furlong. And then, I mean, having, I, I didn't hate him. He was okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't like dying over him, but you know, he was, he was passable, I suppose. Yeah. I, w I would say the same. He was passable. I mean, I, w I didn't love him. Um, you know, that sort of burnt out haunted look. I'm like, is that acting or are you just really like that? Cause he has a quite a troubled life. I remember he got, he went missing for a while. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. That's kind of like, are, are you just, is that how you are or are you actually acting? Like that's, you know, sort of the problem you, when you get one of these troubled actors in a role like that. Mm -hmm. But he was good. I really like Claire Danes, which is something to say because I generally don't like Claire Danes. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I didn't really have any problem with it. I mean, having Schwarzenegger back obviously was the big thing. And, you know, he you really can't replicate the, the presence he brings to any movie. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, the first two are masterpieces and two of the best action films ever made. That's just period, the end. Yeah. And then there's sort of elements of the other movies that you can enjoy, but none of them ever come close to them. Whenever, uh, wait to hear this, whenever I went to see Genesis in the theater, and they did a poll beforehand, what's the best Terminator film? People voted for Terminator 3 over Terminator yeah. 2. Yes. I was like, I am burning this place to the ground. Like, <laughs> you, you forfeit the right to exist if you think T3 is a better movie than T2. I had a coworker actually try and argue that. So it was me and this other guy. So they were arguing about T2 versus T3. And then they came to me because I was the movie guy. And they're mm. like, do do you like T2? I'm like, is the sun out? Like, yes, I like T2. And they're like, do you like T3? I'm like, yeah, I like T3. They're like, and he was like, well, T2's better than T3. I'm like, you know, I'm wearing pants. Yes, that's 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 just the case, right? Facts. She tried to convince me that T3. I'm like, well, listen, I like T3, but let T2 surpassed even what that film was. Like, what it brought to the film industry it's like citizen kane what it actually did outside of those four walls surpa actually surpasses what happens within the film mm -hmm. and the same was with terminator 2 it's like what we say a lot with with a9 batman it's not now just a movie it's a cultural phenomenon and mm -hmm. terminator 2 was basically the same way mm -hmm. Yeah. Terminator 3 doesn't replicate that. Yeah, I mean, well, none of the other Terminator films did after T2. No. I mean, T1 and 2 changed the industry, and, and Cameron yes. is always innovating with visuals and technology and things like that. I mean, he's just, you know, that's the way it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the rest of them are just sort of passable and trying to recapture the magic, and they never really do. Um, this one, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I mean, that's the first time I've watched it uh, for a, a while. The score by Marco Beltrami, it's okay, generally forgettable. Um, it doesn't really use the theme tune. Um, you got a bit of the future war at the, the start. I mean, let's face it, that's what we all want to see yeah. is the future war, um, which we'll get to in a second with uh, the next movie. Although before we get to the next movie, let's, let's go through a whole bunch of these comments here. So Severio says, I was shocked as T3 was actually rated R looking back on it. Yeah. I think there's only one scene really which would make it rated R, and that's a scene 
where the TX punches through the guy's chest and from yeah. the backseat of the cop car. Yeah, yeah. Was um, there swearing in it? Because two F words gives you an R no matter what your content is. Yes, there's some swearing in it, I think. Yeah, a couple so that of would be it. Yep, two F bombs, and that's an R. Yeah. So Sean says, no invite that I can see. Wife is the other man. Happy to Yeah, so he's good to watch. Okay, that's no worries, Sean. We'll, we'll have you on uh, a later show anyway. So I don't see how anything could top the T1000 technology wise. It just seemed right. to get a little silly, I guess. Yeah, uh, the TX, uh, the effects. Yeah, Batman doesn't seem. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing innovative about this movie. There was nothing yeah. Yeah. where you were like, "Wow, I haven't seen that before." You were like, "Oh, it's that." Why does the TX not look as good as the T1000 doing whatever they want to do? So, um, and Sean says, uh, "I thought the Terminatrix was sort of lame in her reach." Yeah, she was attractive though. Yeah. Um, it looked like they needed a gimmicky Terminator to compete for. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. She can shoot the energy like she has energy weapons which they mm -hmm. didn't have. They could yeah. never bring back energy weapons. And she could do the nano yes. technology and instant mm -hmm. and, and control stuff. Yeah. Did we ever find out who ordered the beef? That was the first. <laughs> that's, when, that's when the first movie where she's the waitress. Yeah. Just, Got it for me, big buns. <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I felt T3 was totally all wrong. It kind of lost its horror roots. Absolutely. Yep. I got yeah. most of them uh, did. Yeah, yep. Um, yep. I, I agree. Yeah. Terminatrix was skeleton with a liquid metal coating. You could control machines and was a woman. And 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 pick one thing that stands out and sticks to it. <laughs> yeah, duh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, she could shoot the, She had energy weapons or whatever. So that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, she, she was okay. She wasn't bad. Um, she wasn't bad. I, I mean, mean, why wouldn't Skynet create different variations of, of of terminators which we're going to really explore in the next one but yeah i'm okay with that like you're like to me it's going to be like the t1000s the the cia covert operations guy right yeah he comes in and blends and whatever the other ones are just like the troop soldiers yeah right like you know like the the 800s they just go out and destroy shit and they don't pass the test the dogs sniff them out right <laughs> so it's like you know, the Terminatrix is like, I don't know. I don't know what her role is. I'm sure it's on Wikipedia or something to explain what the, the what the X series does or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just that, like, after the 800, they're all infiltration units. Like, he explains, uh, Reese explains their infiltration units. The 800, though, to your point, Jay, is, like, dogs can find them. Like, they just bring dogs and they go right crazy. It's like, so it was, like, the first, you know, wave of technology. But the 1000 was such a leap. That anything that falls, it was kind of going to be like, mm. and it was a prototype. <laughs> it was a prototype too, so that maybe yeah. they couldn't replicate it, or or they yeah. just, it just they, they it was a one shot deal, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. T three deleted scene with the Arnold soldier. His body was used, and he's got a weird voice. Yes, do you remember that deleted scene? And it's like the the, the Arnold's ca uh, character was like a soldier or something like that, and then there was oh, yeah. a design from it, and he had this stupid voice. And yeah. like, oh yeah, we can fix that. Um, I'm so glad they deleted that because yeah, that's bad. Awful. That would be and bad. It was tonally awful and just way off, and it was just once again just too much comedy and silliness. Um, you really need to explain where the, the T800 comes from. Like the, no, the, the machines the made it at the end. Yeah, yeah that's ever. Also, Terminator Two. I forgot to just while, while I remember T Two has the best teaser trailer arguably of all time. Remember oh, yeah. when you see the T eight hundred being built in the factory, and then yeah. he just turns the camera <laughs> and back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was amazing. So, I've only ever seen season two, so I'm gonna uh, leave you guys to talk about this one, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. What do you think? I got, I got both. Boom. Do you have both, Steve? Yeah, I do. But I have both. I mean, I I liked it like. 
I was expecting to not like this at all. Um, but Summer Glau's in it. We like Summer. Steve's met Steve's met Summer. You've met, met Summer. Summer. Yeah. Um, I like Lena Headey. Like I thought she was the damn best. Like it, again, this is the, the this is the Terminator Three rule: gun to your head. Mm-hmm. You have to make a Terminator TV series. Well, this was really the best one we were gonna get, right? And we know now that pretty much after this, it's all gonna start to really go go bad, right? Because it's like the people now involved have started to check out of this concept. They're like, yeah, okay, we have Terminators. That's all we really need. The show tried to do something cool. I mean, it's only the two seasons. I don't think it ended very well. I can't. Yeah. I actually watched it off of TV when it was on TV yeah. every week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It didn't end well, did it, Steve? No. no. So it ended, you know, they, they had another T-1000 who coincidentally looked like the weed singer in Garbage. It was. Yeah, I remember that. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I loved her character because I couldn't figure out what she what she was doing. And she had the little kid. And I'm like, what the oh, hell is going yeah. on with this character? But it, it just ended with her helping them out. And then she, and then you see she's a T-1, like, and then she just leaves. And you're like, okay. And it just, it felt very abrupt. Um, I love Summer Glau. For some reason, I think she was born to play a Terminator. I don't know if that is saying something about Summer Glau, but she has that sort of, you know, dead-eyed expression about her, which just fits perfectly in that role. Stay away from my woman. Yeah, <laughs> Lena, Lena Headley uh, is awesome as always. Like, you know, she's pick a movie that she's bad in. Like, you can, you know, Brothers Grimm, Three Hundred, you know, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones like. Too. Fighting with my family, like she's she's awesome. How about Dread? Judge Dredd, Dread, she's great yeah. in that as the villain. She was a total bitch in that too. She, she was awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome in everything, and it's great to just see like you know again it doesn't have to be made no because you sort of see old Sarah's starting to get sick, which ties into three. But I will say that at least it felt part of the Terminator world, which. Mm-hmm. Especially later on in the films, I'm like, whoa, we took a we took a, a left turn at Albuquerque and we we <laughs> ended up somewhere weird, man. Um, you know, like I, I will say that it was it was good entertainment for what it was. It should have ended better. Um that's it. Mm. Yeah, I remember watching the uh first season. I can't remember if I saw the second season. I don't think so. Um, but we enjoyed it. We thought it was good fun. Felt like Terminator uh, yeah. and everything else. It even had the, the music that did a, did, yeah. did a, in the opening yeah. credits and everything. So that was cool. So yeah, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. So um, Alex says, if the Terminator is an infiltration unit who can mimic voices, why does it speak with a thick Austrian accent? Interesting point. <laughs> well, that's that's his that's his normal voice, right? So yeah. When he, when he infiltrates, you know, Wolfie, yeah. Wolf, what's Wolfie's barking? Yeah. Is he okay? Jeff off the parents are dead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, uh, T-1000 couldn't turn into vehicles or devices like a bomb, which would be the next evolution, but that's too far storytelling-wise. Mm. Yeah, I agree, because if you had a T-1000 turn out and it can turn into a bomb, then it would just blow up John Connor. Like, I I don't know what you would do after that, so. Yeah. Season 2 finale gave us a cool idea for Season 3, but they had to cast yeah. Young John in the future would have been mad. Yeah. yeah. That so, it was, it would have been good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know that was that. That was her. And yeah, um, I just think you can remember the name. And to fight Skynet, you had to build a good version of it wanted to protect life. Oh, yeah. Sean says the show was dope. Never explained good T one thousand with the kid, which was interesting. Yeah. 
I would have liked to have seen how you reprogram a T one thousand because it's liquid. Yeah, liquid yeah. How, how do you how do you reprogram that? Yeah, <laughs> I never watched the show. It didn't look interesting to me. Um, it's better than the movies that came after, yeah. probably. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Although, so yeah. on to the next one. Salvation. Salvation. Now I'm going to give a controversial opinion here. Oh. Actually, I actually like this one. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, uh, I think most people remember. What don't you fucking understand? Is <laughs> the main thing from it. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. I remember that too. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's was the main thing. Was part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But in fairness. It, almost got it right there's stuff that i liked about it i like that it's finally the future war and i was like oh okay but it's not really because it's set mostly right. during the day there's no lasers why are you still using normal boring guns i want laser guns and nighttime and everything else and it was sort of almost there you almost feel like it was sort of getting there and i personally would have rather to see a sequel to this rather than the next two films to see where oh, they went yeah. with it um because you know there, there were some interesting ideas here but um Use a Raspberry Pi. Oh, I, have a, I have a Raspberry Pi, <laughs> yeah. so Steve and I have Raspberry yeah. Pi. I like Salvation for it was. Yeah. Uh, I quite liked it. I mean, it's um, you've got Christian Bale and Sam Worthington trying to sort of outgrow each other. And it's like, what happened here? <laughs> and they're, they're all trying to do like their, their Clint Eastwood voices. And then uh, you've got uh, Christian Bale basically doing his Batman voice. You know, yeah. Like, I'll be back. <laughs> um, and, you know, but I, I do. Um, I do uh, like some. There's some nice throwbacks to it as well. Like uh, you got the Guns N' Roses song from T2, and then the scene at the observatory is where Arnie first appeared in the first yeah. Terminator movie. Right. So yeah, stuff like that. So yeah, um, and it got the tone kind of correct, the nightmarish sort of tone. Um, and uh, that was director McGee asked the crew McGee. to read do Android Dream of Electric Sheep to understand the bleak world they're creating. So they did try and keep that. So. Um, and the effects were okay for the most part as well. So um, now, what do you guys think? <laughs> I, I mean, like, okay, so I saw it in the theater, and I've read Do Androids Dream of Electric uh, Sheep, uh, and I've seen Blade Runner a bunch of times. I, okay, this is the first movie now where you're, where to me, it is now not Terminator anymore. This is the Ship of Theseus argument, which I always bring up now that now that WandaVision has brought that out to everybody. Um, at what point in time is this now not Terminator anymore? Terminator has to be. There's something going to happen in the future that's wrong. We have to prevent it. And that is not the case. Now you're into, this is an action movie only. And it's Terminator because there's Terminators in it, but really they're just robots or whatever. So it's not the future that we were promised from part two, but it's not the part two future. It's the part three future because Skynet was built later. And so maybe it's not exactly the same. So maybe by the, the second or third sequel to salvation we would have gotten to more the yeah. dark you know the sun is blotted out because of all of the the the, the fallout the everything. nuclear winter yeah. the nuclear winter yeah Sean says here yeah no nuclear um, winter dark oh people. yeah okay so yeah i know and, and we, we're not seeing that so now i'm just watching an action movie and not a terminator movie in my mind i know they have all of those things they have arnie at the end but it's not the terminator formula it's like die hard three like as soon as you leave one location it's not die hard to me anymore now it's an action movie so as an action movie, I can agree with you in the sense that that was pretty cool. There's some pretty good action scenes. The robots were kind of neat. You know, I, it, 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 it was cool. It was okay. 
but it's not Terminator and it's not dark enough. And it's not, it's de- if, tar- if part three wasn't dark and scary enough, then this one certainly wasn't. I was not in fear of the future. Like I'm thinking if I was in this future, yeah, maybe I could survive when I'm, when I'm in watching part two and they show me the future. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm dead. I'm not surviving this thing. I'm, I'm toast. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my problem. It's like, it's just become an action movie and it's lost its Terminator quality. Um, yeah, I that, think getting there though. I mean, that was the thing is I was sort of setting up early, but I would have rather just, you know, like we were saying, I think uh, before, you know, why do we need to see the origin of everything? Just show us the actual right. future where that's what we want to see. I want to see what is it John Connor actually did to save mankind. Right. That's the only thing, the only story that's left to be told. And that's what I was hoping this was going to tell us. Um, and then it was just sort of open for another sequel. And you're like, oh, you're not actually going to yeah. explain anything. Um, yeah, I'll explain it in three movies from now. Okay, well then let me know when that one comes out and I'll yeah. go watch it. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. Um, over to you, Steve. Yeah, so I actually own the poster tip for this movie. I love the poster for it. Mm, poster it's my the, the 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 destruction and then it forms the Terminators like and those you know chassis and whatnot. Yep. I I agree. Um, it doesn't make any sense. I know. So I feel that this decision not to have it at night was probably like a studio executives were not mm. spending 180 million movies million dollars for a movie set only at night you know, sort of thing. It doesn't make sense in that world because, wow, that was the fastest moving nuclear winter I've ever seen. Like now it's, we're a day at the beach, maybe not to that extent. Um, but the action is, is, inc- is really good in it. And there's a lot of it. I remember the one scene particularly where um, they use the, um, what do you call it? The manhole cover as a, as a deflection from, for a rocket or something. Mm. Uh, in the sort I love like the action's good uh, it's way better than a, has any right to be for from a director whose name is basically sounds like something i can order from mcdonald's mm. um give me the mcg uh but uh fries for that yeah i mean i loved i mean i don't really know why pregnant bryce dallas harper was there she's she's his wife but i was kind of like why it's just no one mentions that she's pregnant or anything she just happens to be pregnant there uh, I really like Sam Worthington in this movie for some strange reason. His whole Marcus character, like, and his his horror when he finds out he's a cyborg. I'm like, why is this guy? This guy's really going for it, man. He's really amping it up. He screams uh, a lot. Yeah, he does <laughs> scream a lot. He's very upset through the entire movie. But then again, I would be too. Uh, you know, the 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 bikes coming out of the knees of the larger Terminator. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Harvester robot. Yeah, the yeah. Harvester. Uh, the fight at the end with the uh, the bodybuilder with uh, Arnold's face sort of glued mm-hmm. on him is 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 fine. You know, it, lo- it looks a bit dated now already. Little bit. Uh, yeah. So I mean, is uh, Skynet itself. Like when it takes uh, Kyle Reese, it looks a little bit weird that whole area, and then it holds him for a while, and I'm like. Wait a minute, Sky Skynet knows that Reese goes back to why isn't it killing Kyle Reese now before he goes back? I'm like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with this movie is that you become an ah whatever um sort of attitude towards it. You're like, this is cool, it's set in the Terminator world, but it's not the Terminator I'm really looking for. As an action film, it's pretty damn good. And I really enjoy a lot of the bits and pieces of it. Um don't mind any of the performances really it just to me doesn't live up to the sum of its parts yeah the the idea was there and the basis was there uh, this is a movie i hadn't watched it for a few years 
Um, but you can it reeks of studio interference. Yeah. And I think McGee said that recently. And he, even when I was watching it the, the other day, uh, in the opening scene, one of the guys is killed is Terry Crews. And his part was totally oh, wow. wiped out from the movie. And yeah. I was like, you, you cut Terry Crews from the movie? <laughs> uh, and he was supposed to be in. And you see his body. And like it's just like a, a corpse in like the opening scene. And uh, even the extended cut, there's like a few extra scenes, uh, mm -hmm. which you know I add a, a bit here and there. Um, and always, my main thing was like Moon Bloodgood was like smoking hot in it. But yeah. I was like, she the, was the great thing is, the important thing is that they still have dentistry in the apocalypse because her teeth no. are fabulous in it. Yes, and I was like, Rah. they saved a dentist. <laughs> Thank God, <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> but did you know the, the, actually the one thing which I, I just noticed when I was watching the movie last time was the mute girl star. There is no point of her in this movie except to go. And hand weapons to people. That's all she does. <laughs> Every scene that she turns going. Uh, that's all she does. Well, you're gonna, who, you know, who's going to get your guns for you? <laughs> yeah. But it's like in the harvester scene, and like all oh, shit's going on, and, and then Marcus looks, and she's like, with a flare. <laughs> and I was like, what do you want me to do that? <laughs> Would you like this chicken? Uh, yeah. You know, drumstick. Uh, like uh, I like the, the the harvester thing. So I mean, Sean yeah. said, uh, "Where are they?" Yeah, when he said, I don't know if the bizarre giant Terminators with calves that turn into race car Terminators are stupid or awesome. I'll answer that for you. It's awesome. Awesome. Uh, the, the harvesters, the sort of yeah. sound they make is like really, really cool. They're sort of yeah. they're quite a nightmarish creation, I thought. Um, and he says, T4 neutered the future war, not as nasty yeah. or scary at all. Yeah, see, they went for the PG-13 racing, which yeah. is a right. mistake right there. So it was immediately uh, neutered. Quad. Yeah. Um, any love for Robocop versus Terminator comics group? The yes, games are cool. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. that at the end. Um, stuff to cover there. Remember when Connor was meant to die and Marcus was meant to put Connor's skin over him and be the new John? Yes, yeah. that was a terrible idea. And I'm glad that never happened. T4 Arcade was neat. Yes, it was. Yeah. The CGI Arnold getting a lot of hate online, but I thought it was neat. Yeah, I mean, at the time, yeah. it was fine. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just a little bit dated now. I like McGee as a producer, but I don't think he can direct a stream of piss. That, <laughs> but yeah, can't really argue with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really tried to be honest. Yeah, they need to do a real future war movie, harken back to the bleakness of the future. One, two, the only way to go for it. Yes, that's what everybody yeah. wants to see. Is it why won't you just give us what we want to see? <laughs> it's like you did it with the Snyder cut after everyone's bitching and whining about that. Where's our you know future war cut? Future war. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a proper future war movie. Um, that's what I want to see. Uh, anything else I want to say about this one? Oh, oh God, I never mentioned one of my favorite elements. Anton Yelchin, may he rest in peace. He was yes. great as a young Reese. I thought he killed it. Yeah, he was really yeah. good. Yes. He was, good. He, uh, really he was so good in everything he did. I, I still yeah. uh, remember um, Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. And, yeah. And yeah, that's a cool movie. He created there. Like, it was, yeah, it was a tragedy for sure for someone that talented to die that young. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because he, he was fantastic and one of the best things about the film. Yeah. Um, Danny Elfman did the music to this one, and the score's fine, but it's not the Terminator theme. And I was like, why do you not bring back Brad Fidel? I mean, Brad Fidel actually wanted to come back for later ones, but he wasn't asked. So I was like, so you get all these other guys to provide the shit music. <laughs> yeah, when you have an iconic theme that, and you know, the closest parallel is Superman from John Williams, mm -hmm. when you don't put that in a movie you literally feel its absence and Terminator has such an iconic theme mm -hmm. that if you don't have it in there, it's just, 
you you feel it like you're just like nothing it pales in comparison that's the problem mm-hmm. yeah you need the james bond theme you need the halloween yeah. theme you need yeah. superman's theme you yeah. need the terminator theme yeah that's just th- th- this isn't an opinion like this is the facts like yeah. <laughs> this isn't oh well this is what j-man thinks no like if the halloween theme is not the freaking halloween movie what the it's hell the am halloween i watching movie. yeah yeah like, we're riding yeah like, you know, literally. Like, <laughs> it, it's bad, like Back to the Future, like Back Jaws, the future. all those things, man. Yeah. Like, well, movies these days generally don't really have themes. I mean, melody no. is not a thing. It's just sort of a barrage of noise. Um, yeah. I mean, the only one that comes to mind that's been a really good theme was the uh, the Avengers theme, actually. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. That and, I, and, I, like, I like Wonder Woman's theme. That yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And they that's used right, it in yeah. movies, even though the tone of both movies was different. They still used the same music. Yeah. And they adapted it for 84. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. adapt. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the exact Terminator soundtrack, but you can you can change it a little bit to to suit the movie you're telling. But it still has to have it. A main somewhere. theme, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's actually one of the many problems I've had with the Daniel Craig Bond movies is that they barely use the music. They only ever use yes. it at the end, and it's almost like they're embarrassed for him to be James Bond. Uh, and that's what the the thing. And you're like, oh well, we have to be careful. We don't offend somebody or whatever. Well, that's who the character is. So if you're not going to do the character the way he's written, then don't do it. But then that's going to be, exactly. yeah. So uh, in the future, we will do some James Bond ones. But what we'll do is we'll do James Bond ones on the actors who've done them. So we'll, we'll do a comedy right. one. We'll do Roger Moore cool. and uh, uh, whatever the other ones were. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do them at some point. That, that's sort of, you know, down the road anyway. We've got a whole bunch of things planned for uh, the coming weeks and months anyway. So, uh, yeah, Severio says here, you guys can go ahead and talk about Genesis. I have nothing to say about it, and that's the nicest thing I could say. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I wish I had brought Toilet Roll with me because I'm about <laughs> to take a gigantic dump all over this movie. This is the worst in the franchise. I know like you, you hate Dark Fate, and Dark Fate I you know, don't love either, but this movie sucks so bad. Oh, my God, I hate it. Like, I mean, I bought it because I got the cool... Uh, endoskeleton head. thing, yeah, uh, and there's nothing like a little head. Um, <laughs> and, and, uh, move over Chucky here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I, I, I this, is, this is the worst of the franchise. I hate nearly everything about it. Uh, and for one thing, the big twist was spoiled in all the trailers uh, about John Connor. Yeah, uh, you're like, oh right. So there's absolutely, literally, no surprises about this movie. Um, I thought Amelia Clark was horribly miscast as Sarah Connor. Jai Courtney was miscast as Kyle Reese. I mean, neither of them had any chemistry. Um, Kyle Reese, like I was saying before, is like wiry, desperate, has these wild eyes. Courtney does not. He's got like abs and nice teeth and everything. He looks like he's just come off like a catwalk, not a future war. <laughs> uh, and you're like, this guy does not come across well at all. And then they don't even get together and or whatever, because these days nobody's allowed to get together in films right. for whatever re- reason. Um, you know, they literally undress back to back. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Amelia Clark, sh- she didn't come across as strong. She was horrible and a bitch. And I was like, I have no reason to root for this person whatsoever. She sure shit isn't Sarah Connor. Yeah. Um, she was just a horrible uh, character. And then <sighs> Pops. Pops. <laughs> the Terminator is called Pops in in this movie. Like it's bad enough what they did with him in Dark Fate, but no, from this point on he was dead. And 
I think what they should have done is not involved Arnold in these movies. Whenever he's getting like super old, it's like, you know what? Maybe do other ones. Like you brought in Byung Hun Lee, I guess is his name. It's yeah. a T1000, and then he, you kill him off after like two minutes. Um, and yeah, he's wasted. And oh God, I, 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 I hate everything uh, about this movie. Um, the effects aren't even good. It's another T1000, nothing new once again. Um, hate what they did with John Connor. I know you hate what you did with the next one, and so do I, but I thought what they did with him here was even worse. The tone is far too light. There's no tension, too many jokes. Only thing I like is J.K. Simmons and the future the future war in the first 10 minutes. Uh, okay, ran over, over to you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing positive. Uh, we watched this movie. Uh, I walked out of the theater being like, okay, if Terminator 3 was the was the you know the sequel we didn't need, we got it. We're like, yeah, it's a kind of each other. That was okay. Yeah, I like this. It was fun. Salvation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the real future war, but it's kind of a cool action movie. Okay. This one's just like the plot is garbage. Every idea that you thought of was garbage. Redoing the whole part one again. Like, I don't understand what this movie I don't understand who this was made for. Was this made for somebody who doesn't know anything? Like, I don't understand. Nothing is a payoff. Everything is the worst. It's like if you literally sat there and said, what's the worst thing we can do? And then they do it. And you're, and it's like, let's make him a Terminator. Didn't anyone in that boardroom put up their hand and say like, that's fucking stupid. This is the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. Yeah. I don't get it. It's like, I, I would have loved to have been in that meeting. Like, what's the plot? Um, let's just redo the first one, but there'll be a twist. It's like, Sarah Connor will be strong. It's like, why? It's like, oh, well, because maybe the Terminator went back further. But why? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Why Why is this happening right now? And then, well, let's have another T. Let's have a T-1000 and an 800, and John Connor will be a Terminator. No, this is terrible. Like, I yeah, there's nothing good about it. It's, 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 it's awful. Yeah. yeah. I would have to agree. Um, I mean, this was the one where Jay and I were seriously talking about why don't they just send the Terminator back to colonial times and kill Sarah Connors? Like great, 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 great. <laughs> this is where they start messing yeah. too much with the time travel, or yeah. just just leave a fucking nuclear bomb somewhere or yeah. something, and it detonates at a particular date or something. Right? Yeah. Like, like exactly. Like whatever happened in the first four movies, at least it was a straight progression forward. Mm. Right? They should have just continued on with. If you wanted to continue on, continue on from Salvation. No, they had to go back and re- reinvent the franchise. Having Sarah Connor be the one to say to Kyle, come with me if you want to live. I'm like, oh, I got what you did. It's a girl now saying it to the guy. Like, get out of here. Like, this is the thing. Jay Courtney looks like he's bewildered through the entire movie that he's in it, which I don't blame him because I would be the same way. Mm. Um, em- Amelia Clark, I love that girl to death, but she keeps showing up in like really oh. bad bombs like that in solo i'm like why are you like when game of thrones ends you're going to be so screwed and so yeah. far right um jk simmons is a delight in everything he does because mm-hmm. it's like he's like i'm the character actor so i can just have fun with the role uh jason clark is a, a great actor but he is absolutely wasted in this film it is beyond belief young young lee I don't know if I pronounce his name right, is usually the best thing in whatever he's in, even if he's only in it for two minutes, which he was in this one. Mm-hmm. It, this is a catastrophic, uh, badly plotted movie. Matt Smith, again, is completely... Wasted. Yeah, wasted. why is he even in it? Yeah. 
Um, there was no rhyme or reason to this. This is literally someone in the back of film class saying, you know what they should do? John Connor should be a Terminator. And they decided to make the movie based on Yeah. And this is what you get. And it, it respond- is garbage beyond belief. This movie is so bad. My dad wanted to see it, and I actually talked him out of seeing it. I'm actually like, because <laughs> I have it on my shelf, and he's like, oh, I see Genesis. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, honestly, he's like, well, why do you have it? <laughs> Literally, like, go to the dentist. Oh, said. God. <laughs> I have them all. Wait till we get to this. That is the ultimate wallet sacrifice. Uh, like <laughs> A moment of silence for my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. R.I.P. Oh, dude, no, no. I, I, I didn't do it, guys. I couldn't. I couldn't. But Genesis is is appalling. Yeah. That's the actual best word I can think of. Is appalling. Yeah, it, it um, is terrible. I mean, literally, you're like, what don't you fucking understand? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, that's pretty right. bad when you're kind of like. Wait, what's happening in this scene? Like, <laughs> I have no idea what was going on. I have no idea. And what's really bad is everyone always asks me. I'm the person they ask. Yeah. Oh, J-Man will understand. <laughs> uh, dude, what was that about? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, oh, that movie can't be explained. Like, I'll explain Mulholland Drive to you. It's like, <laughs> I can't explain this trash yeah. movie. I don't know. My wife is like, let's watch it. I'm like, no, I can't. Let's we not, can't watch it. Yeah, yeah I mean... I always think of Arnie in Total Recall. What the fuck did I do wrong? And he's asking himself for being cast in this movie. Goes, oh, just awful. But uh, it, yeah, it's terrible. Jai Courtney must have nude pics of someone in Hollywood. Yep. And then he yeah. was Mitch Hughes. He's a fantastic. Yeah, yeah he, he's fantastic, and he's yeah. always—I uh, say fantastic too much—but uh, he was uh, absolutely perfect and this role and he could have been like the main villain and you know done stuff with him and then he's just killed within two minutes you're like great that's that's just great so sean says never thought the terminator franchise would come to the point of debating which of the last two is a garbage fire versus dumpster fire (laughs) yeah Uh, that's the best description of it really (laughs) Stephen. appalling it's appalling and insulting. Yeah, it, it really is. It's uh, yeah. terrible, and I, I, I hate it like even more than Dark Fate. I mean, Dark Fate. There's stuff I like because at least Sarah Connor's in it, like Linda Hamilton. But yeah. um, this one, no, I, uh, yeah, fuck this movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So, All right. on to Dark Fate. Fate. Over to you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, I, 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 okay, okay. If Genesis killed the storyline of the Terminator franchise, this movie killed the heart. Now, earlier, foreshadowing, I was telling you guys to remember the moment with John at the end. I've learned, you know, with the Terminator, I, I, I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do. Okay. Yep. So Dark Fate is supposed to take place after Terminator 2. This is the whole Halloween. We're going to ignore everything. And this is the real sequel. Okay. So John Connor has no father. Kyle is dead. He finally uh, is attached to this Terminator. He's like, no, you need to stay with us. No, John, you must destroy the CPU in here. And it's like, no, I order you not to go. I order you not to go. No, John, I know not why you cry, but it's something I can never do. And it's like this whole thing, if the Terminator can learn the value of a human life, maybe we can too. The next day, John Connor gets shot in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this movie is. This is this continues with John Con- when they said Edward Furlong was going to be back. 
I thought, and he's going to die. I knew he was going to die. I thought he would have grown old. They would have showed a montage of him growing old or something. And maybe he gets cancer and dies or some weird thing, right? And it's like, oh, you know, poor guy, he's dead. But the good fight must go on because Skynet rebuilds in the future, you know? No, they kill him as a boy. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? That's the heart. That relationship in Terminator 2 is the heart of the whole damn thing. <laughs> police Academy 6. I you know it's a Police Academy 5. Police Academy or 5 seven. is awful. <laughs> or 7. Yeah. Uh, 6 is not that bad. No. Um, but anyways. City yeah. City yeah. But anyways. So it's like it's it, it's like it's killed John Connor as a boy, and then it replaces it with what's her face, and why is she important? Because she rallies the troops. She's the one who her important act was that she brought together people and wanted and made them want to fight back. Okay, John Connor was a tactician, uh, like soldier, figured out a way to destroy Skynet. He had done some kind of, uh, to Owen's point, we never got to see it, which sucks, but. He had done some sort of tactical move or some kind of thing where he outsmarted the machine and beat it, right? This girl rallied the people to, to, to fight. Uh, when did the Russians need to be rallied together to fight? What, what about any of the terrorist groups that in real life that are out there? Would they be rallied to, to look, let's rally up against the machines? How stupid. It, she is awful. I don't care if it's all females or not. They're all garbage characters. Like Linda Hamilton is awesome. I like Mackenzie. Uh, what's her face? From, she's Davis. she's a Canadian girl. I thought she was really cool. All you have to do is have Edward Furlong continue on, remove this new person, have Edward Furlong with Linda Hamilton with Mackenzie. That's it. You can have this other Terminator come on. He can split into two, which I guess I don't know is that better or worse. I don't know. But yeah. you have that, and it could almost be the same movie. Definitely delete all the Arnold Schwarzenegger parts where he's being a stupid goof loser who doesn't have sex with his wife. I don't understand that. Yeah. It, 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 it's like it's not physical. What the hell? Is yeah, it then? like oh god, it was that. Like I unfortunately I checked out. I maybe if we critically analyze Genesis and critically analyze Dark Fate as two independent films that are just films, we could say Dark Fate is a bit better. Perhaps it makes more sense to an audience member. You're not as confused. You're invested more because it is Linda Hamilton, you know, so Dark Fate could be seen as better by an average viewer evaluating films on their own merit, but not as a Terminator sequel. It killed John Connor in the most pathetic garbage way to introduce wokeness. That's it. Yeah. Steve, do you have anything to add to that? So if Genesis is the shit Sunday of Terminator, Dark fate is the rancid cherry on top. Okay. When Arnold says, I know now why you cry. He's talking to someone who just saw dark fate. Right. <laughs> it is a nonsense film. Um, I'm not going to go into the John Connor part. Cause I'm not going to be able to top what Jay said. about it. <laughs> I will tell you that the girl rallying the troops was in the most generic way possible. She's right. like, we got to get together and fight the road. The, the terminal girls. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Thanks for pointing out the obvious. That's what right after I tweet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it. It's so bad. Uh, Mackenzie Davis is fine. Linda Hamilton is fine. The Terminator is Carl the Drapery Man. <laughs> yeah, like who, who uh, thought that was a good idea? He, he's yeah. Like I thought Pops was bad, but Carl the mm. Drapery Man. 
can you imagine inviting the Terminator over to do your drapes and you disagree with his choices? He'll yeah. kill you. Like, <laughs> I don't so understand. Dumb. Like, this was a comedy. And then he's like, I have lived with this woman for 35 years or some ridiculous number. And, like, we haven't had sex once. So she's Amish? I don't understand. Like, what, what's going on? This is like... She doesn't realize you weigh 400 pounds? Yeah. The, the Terminator in this one, yes, he can, he can split in two. Who cares? Yay. Like, yeah. he's very unassuming, very nondescript. Why is he talking to him at the end? Why is he letting... Right. Like, if you do this, I'll let you go. I'm like... So Why? he's not the Terminator. He's the negotiator. Like, right. what are you talking about? This is so, this was so far up its own ass, it never saw the light of day. It is a complete travesty. It, it, it is so bad. And another thing, when, when this is indicative of how the movie's going to go. When Mackenzie Davis comes out, you know how you get the sphere of energy. And then she's like midair, I think, isn't she? She's She comes in midair, I think. Yeah. And she and lands she on like a crashes to the ground. I'm like, does someone not know how to send someone else into the future? They knew how to do it in the other four films. They they landed perfectly on the yeah. they were perfectly on the ground or three films. In this one, she's up in midair. That again is some smart ass at the end of the film class. We all attended. We're like, oh, how do they know exactly where right. the ground is? Why wouldn't it be midair? Because no one wants to see the good guy go crashing into the ground and do a face plant as their first action in the film. Thank you. Did it's, we see it, her? Did we see her behind? I don't remember. Did we see her behind? Uh, I think we do, but uh, I, it didn't make much of an impact. So uh, no, no, no. I'm just wondering because I want to know how equal it is. Because the 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 men were completely nude. Yeah. Right? Now we didn't see the junk because that would be rated X, and mm. we didn't see her junk because that would be rated X. But we saw their butt, so I'm just wondering yeah. if it actually is equality. Probably not. Her, oh no, it's not. Right, we yeah. see her ass. We see his ass. Okay, mm. that's equal. Uh, but anyway. I, as far as I'm concerned, I saw the director's ass for the entire film. It's just, it's just so bad. It, it's, I Genesis is appalling. I stand by that word. But Dark Fate, and I'll tell you, this is anecdotal. This is the best way to describe this film i forget what it was something happened i think sarah connor did or something i'm sitting next to j-man and j-man's like that is the only good thing that has happened in this piece of shit movie he yelled that out during the film and i'm paraphrasing because he probably said something else <laughs> and i was like my god one line review by j-man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sometimes I'll yell out in the movie just to be funny and then yeah. get a, see if we can get a couple of laughs. But this you were was angry, though. You were I, angry. No, I was not happy. Yeah, you were angry. Like and five I minutes in, I checked out. I, I'm like, oh, John Connor died as a boy. I'm like, Edward Furlong, they brought him back to kill him as yeah. a boy. What a horrendous nightmare. Yeah, you've basically made the first two movies moot. No, there, there, right. There's no point in having them. So why do we have them? You've totally just made them a waste of time. Yeah, between um, Dark Fate and Genesis, that those were two of the most unpleasant movie experiences I've had. Mm -hmm. I remember, watching, and as far as watching the film goes, where it's just like, I I would love to walk out. Mm -hmm. I remember, I remember, I liked it the first time I saw it, and then I was like, uh, when I saw it again, I was like, what was I thinking? And then I remember <laughs> the, the first time I saw it, the director was there and he was doing like a QA and a and everything, doing the intro. And I was sort of pumped up and enjoying it. And then yeah. I heard the music and I had the music playing Junkie XL score yeah. was good. And I thought, okay, right, that's not bad. Um, and you know, some of the action was okay. And then, 
as this sort of went on, I was like, well, why does the CG look like piss again? It's uh, what, like those effects are worse than 1991. I don't understand how mm -hmm. that happened. Like, why does this sort of look unfinished? Why is the this new Terminator, what's it called, the Rev 9? Why is he not even remotely yeah. intimidating at any point? He's not scary at all. Um, I just thought he was crap. Uh, and then it was just the same movie again, but oh, it's not Skynet, it's Legion now. Right. Why did you just keep it Skynet? Why did you have to create something different? And like, oh, because woman, woman did everything. Yeah. And there's that line, and oh god, this line pissed me off so much when I watched it the other day. Uh, oh, it's not some man who's going to save the future, uh, which Grace says to him. I'm like, really, it was before. It was John Connor actually? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Okay. Like, what's the difference? Uh, like, yeah. are we so stupid that in the future? So, th is this what they're saying? That. John Connor was about to save the future, but we're like, no, he's a man, so don't do it, John. Let this girl do it. Like, yeah. we're talking about mankind. These are supposed; these movies are supposed to transcend what the political situation is or social situation is of the current, you know, country around. We're we're all in Canada here, guys, so we don't give a crap about what's going on. But anyway, it's yeah. like, it, it, it's like this is not a political thing. This is the end of the world. The human race is being extinct. It's like, who cares if it's a man or a woman? You wouldn't even make that distinction. You'd be like, oh, she's going to save us or he's going to save us. You wouldn't even care. It's like they're saying, well, it's not going to be a man. It's going to be a woman. Are you guys for real right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. what Sarah does this Connor have to do with anything? Sarah Connor was a woman and she was awesome. And you're like, and she was I, awesome. I, I don't understand the, the, this thinking. It's like, oh, there were no good female characters before the past five years. And I'm like, where have you people been? <laughs> you you should watch movies? seven movies in your life in order to make that statement. Yeah, like, watch movies I, before 2015. Yeah, it, 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 it's just like the, the, the woman, the, you know, the girl power thing, it, it just, it was such a joyless movie. It was just such like, I don't know what I was supposed to do. Like, I was saying this to someone today. I'm like, you know why I like movies in the 80s and 90s? Because they were fun. And they were mm -hmm. unapologetically fun. They weren't trying to further a statement or make a point or all that. They were just fun. Made Remember to when movies were fun? Like, yeah. You know, like, movies aren't... The, the goal isn't to be fun anymore. The goal is we must make this profound statement about the human race. If you're going to make a profound, human about, a profound statement about the human race, join it first. <laughs> I, I think... We were in a time where we had options. Yeah. I can watch a movie or a Star Trek show or, or, or like a 2001 Space Odyssey and have a grand big thing like, wow, this is humanity or whatever. Or I can watch an action movie and be entertained. I had choices. If I wanted to watch a political movie about a movement or something, I could watch that. But now it's it's been seeped into everything. All my TV shows, all my comic books, all my movies. There can't be one damn movie that is just a movie to be fun. Look, I like a lot of these other movies that do statements and, and you know whatever. And it's like, and that's fine. But it depends on the like. Terminator is not the time for this statement. Yeah, Terminator is an action film with sci-fi horror elements. Sci-fi action with horror elements. It's like make it that. Stay true to the genre. Stay true to the fans. The fans will support you. I mean, we'll support anything. Look at Star Wars. We keep coming back. They make a shit movie. It's like, oh, we'll watch the next one. And 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 like, 
And it's like, we, there's always hope, but it's like, I don't understand why they don't want it. Target audience is not a bad word, mm-hmm. right? Like Terminator franchise is made for you, Owen. You're the target audience. Oh, well, how come you're not making a movie for me? I'm a 20-year-old girl who goes on Twitter. It's like, well, because we don't, this movie isn't for you. Like, there's movies that are made for you. Yeah, you not everything has to be for you. Yeah. 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 Guitar it's lessons. Like it's guitar lessons, exactly. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you know the guitar lessons. Do you know guitar lessons, Owen? Yes, I think Stephen's mentioned That's that from, before. Yeah. yeah, Ricky Gervais. It's like, you're getting upset because the movie's not made for you. Well, okay. Not everything's made for me either. I'll watch something yeah. and I'll be like, this looks like shit. I'm not going to watch it. Target yeah. audience. Yeah. That's like, that's like the Twilight movies. I Twilight. remember everyone was getting yeah. angry about them and they're like, oh, hey, these movies are terrible. And I was like, yeah, well, they're not for us. Like, you know, I don't yeah. care. Go ahead, go watch them, enjoy them. I don't, I don't give a shit. It's yeah. not for me. That's fine. Go right ahead. I'm yeah. not going to get angry at Barney. Oh, Barney's yeah. not for me. It should be more, you know, Barney's too childish. There should be, it should be entertaining for the whole family, even for adults and kids. It's like, no, it's for kids. <laughs> it's for little kids. Yeah. Like, you know. Some of these comments here then. So Severio so says that it was Bush League the way they killed John Connor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Is she a Terminator too, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's one headache. Yeah. 35-year-old headache. Yeah. That's very, absolutely. Every movie nowadays has a political talking point and it just yeah. ruins it. Yeah. I mean, nothing is there to really entertain anymore. I mean, there are very few movies I actually look forward to genuinely seeing yeah. now. Because there's just going to be something they're going to try and ram down your throat. And you're like, look, I, ju- I just want to entertain. I just want to watch things blow up or, you know, people be punched in the face. You know, straightforward things like that. That's, yeah. That's it. If that's what the movie is, mm. right? Like, And I don't need to see the explanation of every single thing that happens and everything that happens. It's like when Star Trek used to do these political topics, it wasn't a political topic. It was more of, a, of an issue of the entire population of Earth. It was, you mm. know, there could be, like, it could be hunger or it could be poverty. Now it's not even it's not even that it's literally specifically something that's going on right now. Every movie becomes dated, right? Yeah. Like I just picked up a comic last week that had BLM protesting, and I'm thinking this is going to be dated. Like this comic is instantaneously dated to right now, yeah. right? It, it, it wasn't just a a regular protest, which which protests will go on forever, right? They could have started off with just having a protest, and we don't know what's being protested. Mm. But instead of the actually pinpoint, I'm thinking, well, you've dated your your book. Yeah. As the Joker once famously said, "This town needs an enema." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean says here, I don't mind uh, political message or ties to real world dilemmas, but most things like Dark Fate aren't clever about it. Just finger wagging BS. Oh that's yeah, of course. Statement. That's because yeah. people who are doing it don't have. Are, don't live like real people this this like you and me they live in mansions and they have you know personal assistants to do stuff for them and yet they're going to say well i'm with you with this big political with this big problem no you're not you don't know what it's like to struggle to pay your bills or to figure out what you're going to have for dinner a personal chef cooks it for you so don't don't try and pretend that you're you're with me. You're not with me. And I'm, I'm not even mad that you're not with me. It is the circumstance that it is. Like, you know, whoever's born into the Bill Gates family is set for life. Am I supposed to be mad at that person? No. But don't try and pretend you're with me. You're not. You're not the same as me. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Plus, the writing is poor, too. Yeah. Like, if you want to, like, I mean, I, I don't want to bring in other topics, but, like, you know, there's the Doctor Who thing with the plastic. 
where she likes or she's like saying she's like oh you humans use too much plastic why are you nagging me the way you would do that is just have the oceans full of plastic and like creatures coming out made of plastic and be like oh mm. my god look how much oh, look how much damage there is to the oceans it's like look at all these creatures wow and then the viewer can interpret that saying oh yeah there's a lot of plastic that kind of sucks. subtlety it's subtlety no but not turn to the camera there must be more female action heroes that is why we are female action heroes in this movie we're badass it's like what is happening here like just make the movie mm -hmm. yeah that 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 episode of i kept expecting jody whitaker to turn to the camera and say there's there's plastic, too much plastic in the ocean, and it's all your fault. She basically did. Yeah, yeah woke girl broke. Yeah, that's the saying yeah. that people yeah. uh, always say in the, uh, the fandom menace or whatever. Yeah. Many she was underestimating the intelligence of the core demographic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, oh, you're, you're you're males. You're evil and stupid. You know, your yeah, opinion doesn't matter anymore. Don't want yeah. your money. Yeah. Well, you're not gonna get it then. No problem. Isn't, yeah. isn't that funny? How consumerism is is that you won't pay for what you're not interested, what you don't want to. Yeah, we, we're not. Yeah. And but then, then if, if you don't like it, you're a misogynist or something. Yeah, then, then you're, right. then, yeah. you're uh, then you're, uh, yeah, you 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 hate women, and it's like, yeah. no, I hate bad movies. Yeah, and I don't well, want to pay for them. And I love women in action movies. I love female badasses. You know, Cynthia Rothrock and yeah. you know uh, Michelle Yeoh. All these you know great female badasses. There's plenty of them. J they, don't, they don't mention. Hold on, they don't mention yeah. Tomb Raider, yeah. Battle Angel Alita, Wonder yeah. Woman right yeah. it's like they mentioned the the ones that people didn't like it's like yeah but people didn't like captain marvel right it's like they yeah. didn't like it right some people didn't like it it's like people didn't like charlie's angels because it looks like a cheese movie it's like yeah but when we we liked tomb raider you know we liked we we, we liked battle angel alita right we, we you know we like wonder woman so what are you talking about for mm -hmm. every female movie that didn't do well there's one that did do well that we like but they don't want to mention it mm, we didn't like it because it was shit well, shit, yeah, not because there's a girl in it. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, sorry, Stephen, you are about to say something there. Yeah, sorry, yeah. dude. No, no, that's okay. J-Man showed me Cherry 2000 once, and that is starring Melanie Griffith. And I have the poster from I have the poster day. right there. Yeah. yeah, I have the poster downstairs. I have yeah. it up. I have and it at work, too. I have one here and at work. <laughs> <laughs> and a woman was the star of it. Yeah. I didn't throw up. Like, I wasn't my... Jay, Jay, before before you hit that play button, is a woman in the lead? Because if there is, I might have to leave the room. Like yeah. you don't do that. Like whatever. Kara Dune is also actually the baby. She will kick her asses. Absolutely, yeah. no. Because she probably could. It is Gina. Cancelled. Cancelled. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is almost an an entire stream on its own because mm -hmm. now we start to talk about action heroes their physical makeup and what they are now mm -hmm. like in the time of the van damme seagal schwarzenegger lundgren uh stallone you felt like you felt that schwarzenegger could pick you up and throw you and now you're in this jason Bourne, um you know like even tom cruise to an extent mm -hmm. it, it, it's where it's become now it's a cool actor and we're just letting him do some cool stunts like gina Carano can physically do this like when she fights the mandalorian that's a fight like she'll kick pedro yeah. pascal's ass any day of the week now that makes it more believable for us and sometimes when it's more believable you you invest in it more you're like wow car dune so i love car dune i have all the figures bought them before they all bought them when they came out so i paid you know regular retail price but anyway you're canceled. that's a whole different topic <laughs> that canceled 
because of some rubbish tweets, which actually were kind of true. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's a story for another day. That's so, another day. Yeah. I think we can all agree Terminator Dark Fate is an absolute masterpiece. But so there's all kinds of like video games and comics and spin-offs of it. And as Sean was asking, Robocop versus the Terminator on Genesis. Did anybody play that? Or Mega Drive yeah. as it was in the UK? Yeah, I, yeah, we played it. Yeah, that was awesome. Do you remember the, the music? And it would just go, Terminator. And it's like, Chick, would you say Terminator? Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why? <laughs> I mean, the both in the arcades. Like I remember the RoboCop game in the in the arcade. It was it was uh, pretty good. It was pretty tough though. But mm -hmm. the Terminator Two shooter was, was awesome. That was a that was, that was a great game. Um, I don't. It was a quarter eater, and actually, it caused a lot of controversy. I watched uh, a Midway documentary, and they're basically because you're shooting cops. Right and, and and everyone got angry saying, oh, you're shooting cops. But actually in the game, you're not supposed to shoot the cops yeah. because you're playing as the AT-800 yeah. and he's made the promise to not kill. Remember, I will not kill anyone. I swear yeah. I will not kill anyone. So, so you actually lose points if you shoot the cops. But nobody pays attention to the actual game. They just see a cop and a gun and they're like, oh, you're shooting cops. This is terrible. Although now that game would be great, right? But anyway... <laughs> Of the films, which do you think handles the temporal paradox the best? Right over to you, smart guys. <laughs> one, number one, because yeah. that is the paradox. But I mean, I love it. It's like if you don't send them back, if you don't send them back, you're not born. So you have to send yeah. them back. So that's yeah. you know that's that's the paradox. But yeah. I love it. I love stuff. I love time travel stuff. And if it get one thing about Genesis, I do like that it's completely messy and you can't understand what's going on. I know you can't understand what's going on, but I'm almost like, this is great. I can't understand anything, but I'm just going to get in a better movie with a better script. I'd be like all over that, but I'm okay with the paradox. It's a, I watched Star Trek and Doctor Who, so I'm used to it. I mm. always expected that. I always thought that the explanation was the, ex, the, the farthest back that um, Skynet had perfected time travel because you have to think that it was doing it on, like, it wasn't like, you know, I should invent time travel, like, right away. It, it basically did that to counteract John Connor. I always thought that the latest it could send someone back was 84, which is why that was the date. That was part of the problem with Genesis, is that if I can just send back anyone anyway, you're nullifying every movie, because it's like, well, then Skynet's a moron. Why didn't it just send it back, like, before guns were invented? He would have the only, you know, he could, but then... He can't bring a gun through, so okay, maybe I just talk my. But like, no, but he could break your neck. Yeah, he could break your neck, like, and they wouldn't know what robots are. They would just be like, "Who's this weird guy?" And then he would kill them, right? Like, you know, where are they going to shoot? Shoot them with muskets? That's not what they don't. They didn't have information from that time period because there was a nuclear war, right? They 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 don't know. That's why he doesn't know what Sarah Connor looks like. The mm -hmm. only reason that Kyle has an advantage is that John has a photo of his mother, right? The Skynet doesn't, they, they only know the name Sarah Connor and the town. So sending someone back further doesn't matter because they don't know who Sarah Connor's mother is. Right. Like they, they, they don't know anything. They only know John Connor is bad. Sarah Connor's his mother. John didn't know his grandparents. So they have no way of knowing the timeline before Sarah Connor. That's right. why they that now. Then you can argue: Could they have sent it sent it back when she was a child or something? But look, it's a movie, so 
that's the yeah. So that's the movieism of it. They could have killed her as like a teenage, like a like a ten year old. But again, I don't think that they knew where she was when she right. was ten. I only think that they know what John Connor knew at the time of the future, where it's like I had here's the picture. This is what she looked like. This is you know what I know her as. And right. it's like anything prior to that, they can't get any information on. I think I don't know if it was explained later. Do you think, because this was never stated, do you think that John Connor in the future knew Kyle Reese was his father? Yes. Yes. He knows for sure. He says, he goes, that's why he sent him back. Yeah. Yep. He says it in part two. He's like, he goes, oh, I guess that's why I send him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always liked the guy who actually played John Connor in the opening scene of T2. Yeah. Was yeah. He yes. was really cool. And he's actually just been in a... a a fan film called Skynet, I think it's called, and he's playing oh the older John Connor. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, Sean asks, anyone read the Dark Horse comics? They did some of the best adaptation of R-rated movies. I think I read a few of them. Yeah, I, have, I know some of them. Yeah. There's all kinds of, isn't there like Batman versus Terminator? And there's everything. Yeah. Versus, there's yeah. Like Predator and Aliens and yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. So all kinds of cool ideas. And uh, AJ says... Reese isn't the original father. It was his date that night. She remembered. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he canceled on her. He left a message on the machine uh, saying he yeah. can make it. Something's going to come up. I'll call you. Yeah. Um, and that was it. So uh, you're on. What, what is it with bad things happening to girls when their dates stand them up? Same thing happened with um, uh, Catwoman in Batman Returns. She she's yeah. like he's like yeah. oh I can't make it and then she goes back to the office and like Christopher Walken kills her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, changes her into Catwoman. Yeah, even though she falls out a window, like from like forty stories or whatever. Now, yeah, yeah, but it's I mean, broken by the. But 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 no, it, it, there's those little things. I love Batman Returns. It's like she hits all those things. So those the That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, breaks her fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the future isn't set, but there is a Terminator uh, anime series apparently in development for Netflix. Are you going to watch that? Sure, it'll yeah. suck. I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to be all over anything Terminator, pretty much, right? Same. The games, yeah. you know, like anything like that. But like Genesis really threw me offside, and Dark Fate like finished me off. Mm-hmm. They've taken away. Look, say what you want. They've taken away the sexiness from everything. Mm-hmm. I'm talking men and women. Yeah, men and women. Like Star Wars has done this. You have Daisy Ridley, who's super attractive. She looks like a goof. Right yeah. with her stupid hair, except part two she has the long hair. Okay, mm-hmm. but like, what's her face? Uh, they took, they made her look like a goof too. That a Kelly Marie Tran Terminator. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Mackenzie Davis is a very attractive girl. She's got the butch haircut. She's, my, yeah. she's got my I'm hair. Like a boy. Yeah, I'm trying to look like a like they've and even the men too. Like, there's a even when John Connor is like as a boy, g- g- girls who are like teenage girls would be like, "Ooh, John Connor is so cute," you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's like they've they've stripped all this away from all movies. There's nothing like I'm never watching a movie and thinking, man, I want to be as cool as that guy. Like last part, like when I told you everything Van Damme did, he got an earring, I got an earring. He did the mullet thing. I'm like, oh, I got to get a mullet, you know, like everything Van Damme because I'm like, wow, he's a cool guy, you know, and nobody's cool anymore. Nobody's cool. They've stripped all of this away. And, and, And it's like, what are you giving the audience? Like, there's no there's no spectacle of action. There's no epicness. There's, there's no, there's no sex. There's no, yeah. there's nothing beautiful going on. Mm-hmm. You're hiring all these attractive people. You see them at the premiere. You're like, well, obviously she has no problem being attractive at this movie premiere. Why can't you make her look attractive? Like you could make a badass, 
you know, good looking Terminator woman. Mm-hmm. Like the Terminatrix was was good looking, and she was still scary and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at how many attractive uh, actresses, and I'm thinking of like Shari Saron, uh, Nicole Kidman, and they're like, they win Oscars because like, look, we made them ugly. Look how we made them I know. Ugly. I'm like, yeah, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find, well, most movies today are just big, empty, hollow blockbusters. I mean, you watch them, they're moving wallpaper for a couple of hours <laughs> and you forget. I feel, I feel nothing. I don't remember the last time I felt anything watching a film probably Blade Runner 2049, which I loved, and that's not an yeah. action movie, but um, really. Uh, but yeah, I mean, generally, most movies these days, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't care. Um, I don't care about most of these characters. Like, even James Bond. Do you want to be Daniel Craig's James Bond? No. no. Like, he's not cool or, or anything. I don't want to be him anymore. I was like, I wanted to be Sean Connery. I wanted to be as cool as him. Um, and, you know, they've taken away what made you want to be Bond. He was a wish fulfillment. Yeah. Women wanted to be with him, guys wanted to be him, but oh, you yeah. can't do that anymore. No, no, no. Um, so next up, off the Terminator knockoffs, which do you think is the best and or holds up to the theme of the films? Uh, um, I mean, is Nemesis, would you yeah, consider Nemesis, Nemesis one? I would say uh, so a Terminator, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, then that's the one I mm-hmm. thought that I lo- well, we've talked about this all of us before. I just picked up Nemesis five, I don't even know, I didn't even know that came out. Yeah, there's a Nemesis. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a, it's like there's it's weird. It's 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 after there's a fifth one. Anyways, I haven't watched it yet, but I love Nemesis Part One. I I think it's genius. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would be my pick for like knockoff. Yeah, that's good. And then Universal Soldier. That's kind yeah. of not really. I mean, I remember everyone sort of said it was a Terminator, and I was like, well, not really. I mean, yeah. we're brought back to life, and there's lots of action, but I wouldn't really say it's, it's like there's no there's no there's no future element to it. No. Like, yeah, but yeah. I, I love Universal Soldier, obviously. Yeah. Oh, so, so that goes without saying. Yeah, Batman v Terminator. Oh hell yeah! I'd have watched them definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say Nemesis, state of the art, Alex. Yeah. Um, yes, that new is brand new, and you see Thomas James Barras in it. Yeah. Oh, and that <laughs> other girl was pretty good too. The two of them are. Yeah, there's nudity. What yeah, happens? Nudity. Yeah, they're, they're naked the entire movie. Those two. Well, not the entire. But they're naked a lot in movies. Yeah. It's like yeah. Like, uh, why is there no strip club scenes in movies anymore? Those were like the best scenes of any. You know, they go into a strip club, a fight breaks out, you get nudity, yeah. fighting. I was like, that's the two best things in yeah, the world. Because you're not supposed to have. You're not supposed to have fun at the movies anymore. You're not supposed no. to go in and just enjoy yourself. You're supposed no. to go in and be angry with everyone else for have to be educated. That you don't really understand. Yeah, yeah. that that's Absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, we'll see what the future brings. Literally, uh, with uh, Terminator, but personally, I think leave Arnie out of it. He's an old man now, and stop trying to justify why he's old. I mean, I hated all of that. Um, it just sort of yes. felt desperate, and I remember actually when I was watching Dark Fate the other night. Um, it just gets worse every time you watch it, and it starts talking about the, the drapes. And I was like, "Have you even seen the first film?" I was like, "This isn't a horror movie." Yeah, yeah. what is that? Oh it's like Carl the Drape guy. Yeah, even destruction was even destruction. That was quality. Yeah. That was a cool movie. I had that on Blu-ray. That's a nice one. Yeah, I'm seen that for a while. Um, there was one, it's not really that term anymore. Do you remember a movie called Steel and Lace? No. 
I remember that. I'm, I'm going to cover it. And uh, a woman, I think she's like raped and murdered or, or something, but she's brought back as like a cyborg and she takes revenge. Oh the my God, this her. looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I have to get this. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that one. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that big time. Yeah. So that was a good film. Um, so before we wrap up, does anybody have any comments or anything you want to ask uh, before we go? I still haven't had mid dinner yet. I wasn't hungry earlier. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, first two Terminator movies are amongst the, the zenith of filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, you don't get much better than that in the cinema. The rest are to varying degrees. I still enjoy three and four for what they are. Really like the TV series. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would agree. I mean, like the first two movies are in my top favorite. I call them. I basically make them one movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I say the Terminator franchise, that's what I'm talking about. Those yeah. two. If I'm talking about it in a positive light, I'll throw three in there. If I, if, if, if someone, if you want to make it a trilogy to make it a nice little trilogy where there is a Judgment Day at the end, you could say that. But those two movies are masterpieces. They're ten out of ten. They've. Th- you know when you're watching a 10 out of 10 movie. You start the movie, you're like, wow, that was the damn best. And then mm-hmm. you just know it's awesome, right? Like the whole way through. Yeah, so, I don't I don't remember the last time like my jaw dropped watching a film where, where I said, oh, wow, I haven't seen that before. Like most movies these days, I'm like, mm, CGI. Like maybe The CGI. Raid. I'm trying yeah. to think like I like The Raid. That had some cool yeah, moments. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Few, yeah, that and like John Wick, th- those movies. John are, Wick, think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, but they're sort of smaller budget movies. I mean, like the sorts of huge blockbusters. Um, oh, like, yeah. like, I hate the Fast and Furious movies. I'm sorry to the fans, but I, I hate those movies. They're so dumb. It, 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 they have yeah. to go to space. I agree with you. Like, I'm not even interested in F9. Like, I'm no, not. It looks terrible. Like yeah. But I'm just, I'm not interested in F9. Like, if if they go to space uh, oh, and they're they're racing in spaceships, that'd be awesome. Only if Leprechaun shows up. John Wick, the series is so cool. I showed Jay what that scene with the knives in in part three, and mm-hmm. I and like when I I was sitting there with my parents when I when that scene came off, and I was just like, it's laughing. Like I love seeing like the protector. That's another one that is just oh, like, yeah. genius. Film. Great, yeah. That one take when he's going up the restaurant, that mm-hmm. is, that is innovative. That is really cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely no big blockbustery no. things mm-hmm. that I can think of where I was like, wow. And that's what it used to be. That's where the good quality was. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. smaller movies were like, yeah, yeah, they're possible. Like yeah. the Billy Blanks and Jalal Mary and mm-hmm. those kind of, you know, the action movies. Like, yeah, they're fun. Mm-hmm. But now it's like now I'm turning. You turn to those movies for yeah. the cool stuff. It's the indie action, which is where it's at. I mean, you know, I mean, I get some abusive messages sometimes uh, saying, you know, how can you give that a good review or whatever else? And I'm like, because they had a low budget and they did the best with what they could, um, and at least they gave us some action. And it wasn't yeah. trying to preach or anything else. It was just giving some fight scenes or shootouts or whatever, which is what we're here to see. I don't want people to be lecturing me about the world or whatever else. I just want to see people being punched in the face, and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, I mean, Sean, Sean says that about Terminator. I think you could say that about a lot of franchises. Yeah, um, you know, like I, I, I would love to see them wrap up. I would love to see them just move on and just call the next series Future War. Yeah, um, maybe make a comeback in video games. Yeah, uh, video games. Yeah, and they kind of did that. Uh, Terminator Resistance was not out last year. That game that looked pretty good. I never played it, but I saw clips to it, and it was quite I, awesome. I guess it, I mean, Alien Isolation apparently was like amazing. 
I yeah, I have that, and I and I haven't played it yet. Um, but uh, it's bloody amazing. Like you're walking around. It's your her daughter, I think. Your Ripley's yeah. daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um, going through, and I Alien One is like my eleventh favorite movie of all time. I absolutely love it. This entire shelf is Alien. <laughs> if you can, you can tell. But like, I love Alien. So yeah, I think we'll do. We'll do an alien retrospective and Predator one, uh, or maybe maybe do it all as one show. Maybe the Alien versus Predator franchise and talk about them all. And, uh, yeah. we'll do that. Maybe start that a bit earlier because that that will take a while. Um, <laughs> but yeah. uh, but this has already taken two hours, so that that's pretty good. Um, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much uh, wraps it up for me. Do any of you guys have anything you want to add? I think I'm good. We're good. Okay. Well, please remember to like and subscribe to uh, the Action League here or leave a comment below or anything you'd like to see in the future or things you'd like us to cover. Remember to like and subscribe to J-Man's uh, channel as well and buy Stephen's books and tell your friends. And uh, <laughs> we will see you on the next one, which maybe next week. We'll see how that goes. But uh, for now, just remember, stay cool, bird boy. Be seeing you. <laughs>